0: bread
1: them and say cheese.
0: Life can get convoluted in a lot of different ways, and I want to thank my guest today. Now, you're the one who was betrayed. Yes. And you're the partner who strayed from your relationship. Of course. And how many times have you been with another woman since you've been married?
2: More than a thousand. What?
0: Okay, why?
2: Hillary was a great ride, but not good
0: enough. So how does that make you feel?
3: Very, very ugly.
0: She says he started gagging at the side of her body. Flabby stomach, sagging chest, stretch marks. She was a pig. Hey. (laughs) She spent 20 grand on plastic surgery hoping her husband would only have eyes for her. Yes. But she says it wasn't enough to keep him faithful. No. Because you've cheated since the surgery, right?
2: I couldn't stop.
0: Now, this woman that you were with Monday night.
2: This was three
0: women. Three. Three all at one time? Of course. Okay. I never wanted that night to end. Are you listening to this? Yeah. You got a serious decision to make. He believes he should be allowed to cheat when he gets bored. You need to get a divorce and move on. Are you willing to do that, are you?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Can you understand? He was with somebody Monday night.
1: You bet I did. Hillary was all for it. Uh, In fact, I procured women for Bill. I was so proud of her.
0: Okay. I mean, are you cool with it? Yes. Yes. If not, I would be
2: gone. Oh, is that it? Kind of abrupt. Ten oh two at 560 WDQM. Happy Thursday. George will be on tomorrow. I'm uh, getting out of here. Buggin'. That's right. George will be on with... Uh, what's her name? Julie? Julie, Julie. Uh, I don't I think Bobby, so. um, Who is it? Bobby Sherman? Oh, brother. I'd rather hear Alan Sherman than Bobby Sherman. But nevertheless... You know, we got over 1,200 votes to start today, and you want to know why? Because in spite of your protestations yesterday, yeah. I did a smart thing. I put the new poll on right in the middle of the show, right smack dab in the middle. And bada-bing, there it is. <coughs> over 1,200 to start. So even Chris knows we can do 1,500. Julie, Julie, boy, that Bobby Sherman, could he sing or what, huh? No. Could she bell out a tune? Bobby Sherman. Another uh, going to talk it up anyway. Huh? Queen. Alone. Horrible. Now that that would be a good poll question. Who was the worst? Fabian, Tab Hunter, Bobby Sherman. Who are some of those other? Well, what, are the, what is the category? Just
3: bad? Make-believe singers.
2: Oh, <laughs> make-believe <laughs> singers, as opposed to like maybe real singers. Lounge acts, you mean? Whatever you want to call them. All right. Who was it that you were calling a lounge act? That really pissed Luis me Miguel. off. Luis Miguel. Well, that, that's that is so tacky, man. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> Well I wish I had a bunch of Luis Miguel. I'd put it on here right now just as a form of protest. I'd be so fired I, up yeah, and pissed off. You don't really believe that. He's a lounge
4: right. act?
3: We don't want to go over it again. He doesn't write. He doesn't originate. He just shows oh, up. Oh, but you
2: stop. Him him he a of the music, 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 therefore he's not a, a great singer. That That's and, like uh, saying that because sings. Pavarotti didn't write all those uh, operas that he sang, that didn't make him a great singer. What kind of crap is that? It, yeah, yeah, so he's a great singer, kind of but he's not a musician. So so, what difference does it well, make? Well, that's pe- what I care people, about. People when they listen to music, they're not listening thinking, "Oh, is he a great musician? Did he write the lyrics?" And who cares? Oh, okay. Bob Dylan wrote a lot of great uh, yeah, lyrics. Too. Does that mean, as a singer, no. no. Never. If I want to listen to somebody sing, I want to hear a great singer, not somebody who's a great musician. I got way more Luis Miguel than I have ever wanted to have. Yeah, well, you don't need it. Okay, I know. I'm going to delete it oh, because I, I, I don't back. need it. Suenia, Suenia. Yeah, I wish I was I can right even now. Talk this one up. If you can <laughs> shut up on me.
5: <laughs>
2: a voice yeah. that just melts—that melts your existence. It just melts like butter. Sounded like he was hurting. You know, you're such a putz. <laughs> I take back what I said about Josh Cortis before the show today. <laughs> By the way, Josh, the check's in the mail, sweetie. He's—he's uh, just—I uh, <laughs> don't know. Sounded like he was hurting when he was trying to sing. He didn't sound like he was hurting at Josh all. Josh uh, Yeah, Josh.
3: There's nothing wrong with Luis Miguel's voice. He just doesn't sing any songs that anyone would ever want to hear.
2: That's why he sold millions of albums. Yeah. That, that's, that's why. So wanted too to people hear like you. He Old and women he felt sorry and for him fat. because he had yeah. a fat ass and because Mariah didn't realize that he was gay like that. Anyway, th- thanks to Alberto, whoever you are, for sending in some really interesting, uh, trivial crap. Yeah. I think it's pretty interesting before we dive into our... All that other crap about NBC got the video from uh, Cho, uh, whatever his name is, from that crazy uh, nut job. Life in the 1500s. The next time you're washing your hands and complain because the water temperature isn't just how you like it, think about how things used to be. Here are some facts about the 1500s. Boy, that's just before I was born. Most people got married in June because they took their yearly bath in May. Oh! and smelled, still smelled pretty good by June. However, they were starting to smell, so brides carried a bouquet of flowers to hide the body odor, hence the custom today of carrying a bouquet when getting married. Makes they, sense. Oh, they took their yearly bath in May. Oh, oh, I know some people like that. By the way, I lost my ass at woodbine yesterday for anybody who cares. They're just stealing money. Baths consisted of a big tub filled with hot water. The man of the house had the privilege of the nice, clean water. Then all the other sons and men, and then the women, and finally the children. Last of all, the babies. Oh, nice. By then the water was so dirty you could actually lose somebody in it. Hence the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. That's cute. I like that. Now, we're learning stuff. It's not even 10.15 yet, and already I'm learning stuff. Like I shouldn't have come in here today. And like uh, Chris is just sucking up to you again, knocking Luis Miguel. You only wish that you, A, looked like him, B, had his money, and C, had that voice. But other than that, houses had thatched roofs thick straw piled high with no wood underneath. It was the only place for animals to get warm, so all the cats other small animals, mice and bugs, lived in the roof when it rained. It became slippery, and sometimes the animals would slip and fall off. Hence the saying, it's raining cats and dogs. I like that. Maybe some of the men Mm -hmm. were up on the roof. And then when they slipped off and it got to be slippery... Uh, it's Raining Men, Up on the Roof. How do you like that? When the
1: soul starts getting me dark. I'm
2: tempted just to play those two. Uh, it could be We're in Love and Up on the Roof by The Crying James all the way through. I won't What's argue. What's that other is. one, Sugar and Spice? That beats the hell out of Luis bubbly. Miguel. No, it does not beat the hell out of Luis Miguel. Well, where did this come from all of, yeah, of a sudden? You're I was tired of biting my tongue Because he's Mexican-Italian, is that it? Because he's no. Because he Mexican in him?
3: Because his music is for old women and fags. Like me, that's right. right.
2: And all those rednecks in Tampa that were buying Luis yeah. Miguel when I was playing it on, on on the air. I said fags. Oh yeah. There's no fags in Tampa. Oh yeah. With it, mister. Anyway, there was nothing to stop things from falling into the house. This posed a real problem in the bedroom, where bugs and other droppings could mess up your nice clean bed. Hence, a bed with big posts and a sheet hung over the top afforded some protection. That's how canopy beds came into existence. Nothing like a canopy. Right. Or the floor was dirt. Only the wealthy had something other than dirt, hence the saying, dirt poor. The wealthy had slate floors that would get slippery in the winter when wet, so they spread thresh straw on the floor to help keep their footing. As the winter wore on, they added more thresh until when you opened the door, it would all start slipping outside. A piece of wood was placed in the entranceway, hence the saying, a threshold. Huh. Wow. I'll be gosh danged. Careful. I'll be God darn, careful how you dance. in those old days, they cooked in the kitchen with a big kettle that always hung over the fire every day they lit the fire and added things to the pot. They ate mostly vegetables and didn't get much meat. They would eat the straw for d- the stew, excuse me. they would eat the stew for dinner, leaving leftovers in the pot to get cold overnight, and then start over the next day. Sometimes stew had food in it that had been there for quite a while. Hence the rhyme peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold. Peas porridge in the pot, nine days old. I never heard that in my me life. Me either. That's where well, they really lost me. And I think I did a fine reading on it, too. Especially for a virgin reading. I never heard that crap. Peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold, peas porridge in the pot, nine days old. All right. Bunch of crap. Sometimes they could obtain pork, which made them feel quite special. Yeah. Mm. I had uh, Yeah, yeah, mind, yeah, Bite but your I'm tongue not, there. I'm not going to say Porky. When visitors came over, they would hang up their bacon to show off. It was a sign of wealth that a man could bring home the bacon. They would cut off a little to share with guests and all sit around and chew the fat. Uh-huh. Oh, Bring home the bacon and chew on the fat. Right. Good God almighty, this is educational. Thank you, Alberto. And there's a lot more. Those with money had plates of pewter, made of pewter. Food with high acid content caused some of the lead to leach out of the food, causing lead poisoning, death. This happened most often with tomatoes. So for the next 400 years or so, tomatoes were considered poisonous. Hmm. Those Deadly nightshades. Bread was divided according to status. Workers got the burnt bottom of the loaf, the family got the middle, and guests got the top of the upper crust. You see that? Yeah. The upper crust. Lead cups were used to drink ale or whiskey. The combination would sometimes knock the imbibers out for a couple of days. Someone walking along the road would take them for dead and prepare them for burial. They were laid out on the kitchen table for a couple of days, and the family would gather around and and eat and drink and wait and see if they would wake up. Hence the custom of holding a wake. Makes sense. Oh, wake up. Yeah. Poke them. England is old and small, and local folks started running out of places to bury people, so they would dig up coffins and would take the bones to a bone house and reuse the grave. Oh, it sounds like that movie um, um Hostel. Yeah.
3: Don't get When opening about.
2: these coffins, one out of 25 coffins were found to have scratch marks on the inside, and they realized they'd been burying people alive, so they would tie a string on the wrist of the corpse... Lead it through the coffin and open uh, and up through the ground and tie it to a bell. Someone would have to sit out in the graveyard all night, the graveyard shift, to listen for the bell, Unless someone could be saved by the bell or was considered a dead ringer. Man, oh man, how do you like all of these uh, expressions? I feel so right like enlightened. Origin now. of wow, and it says that's the truth. Now, whoever said history was boring? I feel so much smarter. Ring my bell. Now, who did that? Ring my bell. I need a ward. Who did? Anita Ward. Anita Ward. Melon did, I Got a Brand New Bell, or saved, something like that. And that. They got a brand new, uh, what's she key. doing? Brand key. new pair of brand new, key. brand new key. Melody, that's a horrible song, and don't you dare play that.
3: No, I'm uh, working on Ring My Bell, thank you very much. Oh, by uh, Anita Ward? Yeah. It's got a better beat. You can dance to it. Way better than a Melanie song. song. Talk about Melanie.
2: Right. Boo. Yeah, I do like that. You oh, talk it up? Me? I like that. I just, just it. That song, by the way. And in the middle of her smash, I'm sure, did we Better ever hear Louise Benita Miguel? Ward anymore? We had Billy Warden, The Dominoes, Deep Purple. Now, you if you got that, that I will actually have sexual excitement in Billy my Billy Warden, tour. The Dominoes, what? Deep Purple. By Hoagie Carmichael, by the way. A little trivia there for old people like uh, Chicken Neck. I bet she remembers Hoagie Carmichael. No. He's I only don't. been dead for, what, about 100 years? I got some Deep Purple, but... No, I'm not talking about Hush by Deep Purple. Although, I do like
3: that. Is no, that I what got you're Deep talking about? Deep Purple by Donnie and Marie.
2: Oh, let's hear that. And, and I love that. Nino, old and
3: Nino uh, Tempo. Nino and Tempo Stevens. and April Stevens. Right. So this is the Donnie and Marie movie.
2: Oh. I got the other one too. So you know, whatever. Well, wait a minute. What about?
6: Oh! More the, one, the, one, the That's a best one yet. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from me. I don't even know how you have children. <laughs> I don't
2: have time to put it. Well, we'll do I'm after sorry, the break. Yeah. It's to the tune of the, the po- Poipole. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. That day when I had Donnie on a show at IOD, and it's too bad that he was already too old and hairy and everything by then. If he would have been like about, I don't know, 18, that's legal.
3: Now, yeah. did you have him on the show the way we want to have Julie on the show?
2: He was not sitting on my lap. And his I wife see. was sitting in the control room giving me dirty looks. You yeah. weren't there when that happened. No, I guess yeah, Marvin no. was still working on I guess. Yeah, I had him. Right I don't blame he her. Kid. I'll, I'll say it again. He she knew what you were all about. It. He was a good guy and a good, good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And even when I, like, put my hand on his leg, he you'll kind be, of... Um,
3: you'll be hard-pressed to find a Mormon who isn't a, uh, you know, a nice person. Really? Really.
2: But, I mean, uh, he wasn't, like, a religious fanatic. He wasn't up no, about homo's just, like uh, me and stuff They're like just that. nice people. A, like, that's all they talk about. His was kind of far She kept looking at me, like, you touch uh-huh. him and you're dead meat, you she old knew. faggot. You could feel it. She could feel she the could vibe. Feel yeah, yeah. I bet she did feel it more than once.
6: And Howard, David's a bitch. Oh, what it? He Finally talk? got a call here. The number one oh. rated uh, Mo Howard and David in his at least according to my aspirations. <laughs> Stay away from me. I don't even know how you have children. Miramar, hello.
1: Yes, I want your take on Jay Fiedler.
6: Oh, well, Jay Fiedler is a great quarterback and a good Jew. I
1: like
6: Jay Fiedler. Uh, well, not to mention he's got extraordinarily smooth is... Oh,
7: yeah!
1: yeah but you got
6: to be careful what you say here. Oh,
1: keep
6: Thank you, Ma. No, 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 wait a minute. Don't go. But
1: I have
6: nothing else to say. How about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramar? I'm right down
1: the street from you.
6: Oh, uh, yeah. I have to go. Oh, wait, no, wait. by the way, something. No,
1: no, I, I have to go. Look, I tell
6: you what. I'll hold you over a break. How's that? Huh? I'll give you one of my old uh, tank T-shirts. How's that? Bye-bye, No, bye. No, wait! <laughs> That was the only color we had. The veins
1: on your nose is glowing again.
6: You've got big, wiggle veins on your nose and on
7: your face.
1: And around those oozing symbols, you call my eyes. If you go look in the mirror, you'll see a road map of Ypsilanti. You got your
8: hippies on, way
6: too tight. My <laughs> nose glows when something stings. Almost every day, day I taste, and my veins so they start to tickle. I am annoyed, look, annoyed, 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 Yeah, I look
9: like I'm falling
6: apart. That's because I'm a old lad. There's I that knows what's filled with It is a like that you want to see.
7: science never yeah. I know that a
1: bleeding
7: purple vein.
2: Eat your heart out, Hoagie Carmichael. Nobody ever sang it like that. Although, I don't think you wrote Deep Purple. I think he wrote Stardust. All right. You want to Google that, Deep Purple, and see who wrote that? Hey, Chris, you want to Google that? Deep Purple. Can you do it? Can you handle right. it, Chris? In between sandwiches, in between yep. shoving all that food down your fat face? Hey, hey, the breakfast hasn't even
3: shown up yet, so...
2: And what happened yesterday with the char hut? I don't want to pee on their parade with that, but you guys We are got our uh, chicken finger ration. Oh, chicken fingers, my ass. Didn't you hear that thing that I read <laughs> the professor sent in about all those things that are bad for you, including a uh, fried, right? uh, whatever, the yeah, dip- well, deep-fried chicken crab? Uh-huh. And you don't yeah. care.
3: What do you mean I don't care? We take what we get.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. They're killing you with that stuff. If they'd send you some of the good stuff, like the, uh, the, the burgers and stuff and the weenies. Eat that, too. And the sausage. Yeah, weenies. That's for we you. We plenty of those running around that place. Yes. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm off of food. I'm going to do the Dr. Sanjay Poop Karen Carpenter. Oh. With a few exceptions. You know, if I have like a special event, special lunch or something like that, I'll pig out. And then the rest of the time, I'm just not eating. Anybody believe that? I'll tell you how full of crap I am. Yesterday, after losing my ass, I went upstairs, track to the uh, second level of uh, Woodbine where you can, you know, watch the races. And they have a cafeteria up there with, you know, crap. Pizza and hot dogs and burgers and stuff. And guess what I had? What? What was I talking about yesterday? About on Fridays, you know? Weenies. No. Instead of meat, what do you eat on Fridays? your people? Or the fish. No. Well, you had some shrimp or lobsters. No, I did not. No. My what is wrong food. with you? Something really bad for me. That's it. My blood sugar is skyrocketing. Ice cream. No. Potatoes. Friday, no meat. What do Catholics eat on Friday for the last six billion years? No. Macaroni and cheese.
10: Oh, that. Ah. God dang,
2: you people are slow. I talked about it yesterday, that goes to prove that nobody's paying any attention to what I'm saying. I don't really care as long as I get paid. I don't remember what happened yesterday. Huh? I don't remember what happened
3: this morning, except that went to the bathroom twice. I
2: lost my ass at Woodbine. Not good. I'd rather send that money to Josh and his dog. You're okay, Josh. I'll take care of you. Next time, though, don't ask in such a... I don't know. Send me an email this morning. I probably shouldn't mention it on the air. His dog needs an operation. And I'll, I'll take care of him. No problem. No problem. But just don't be so demanding. You know, like, hey, old man, send me some money. Dang. He didn't say that, but you know, you know what I mean? I would go back there and pat him on the head and say, listen, you're a good guy, Josh, and I know the old man really likes you a lot, not as much as you think, and certainly not in the way you wish, but nevertheless, even when he stuck his tongue down my throat, I was kind of like revolted by it. Like, ooh, I recoiled. You know what I mean? Like, ah, fair. He said you pulled them in harder. So, um,
11: Nino Tempo and April Stevens, 1963. Yes. What about it? That, that's not what I was
2: asking. Who we I've already just got through telling you that. The Purple. Who wrote it? Oh, who who wrote, wrote the song? Uh, written by a penist, Peter DeRose What? Written by a penis <laughs> In 1923. God <laughs> dip, dip almighty. Dip it in ink first? Wow. <laughs> now, that's interesting. I've heard of writing with a quill. <laughs> I I dipped it in ink well. And with an old fountain pen, but that's certainly interesting <laughs> to me. I've seen all of that other pop art. Have <laughs> you ever see it? Pop right art? Sure. Right art? <laughs> now, this is not a funny story. You better stop laughing. All right. Mm. Although, actually, it is because no, it was an accident, but nobody got hurt, and there wasn't really any accident, and there was nothing happened. Just another another bunch of American monkey-see-monkey-do crap. Too much monkeying around. Oh, speaking of that.
7: Process. There's that little Alberto
2: VO5 Gonzalez. Boy, he is obnoxious liar, disgusting, criminal, gangster, piece of turd, part of the uh, fourth (laughs) Reich. Eight buildings along Northrop Mall on the University of Minnesota campus were evacuated yesterday afternoon because of a bomb threat, una bomba grande, that never uh, went off and it was never there. University officials said a type note was found in a bathroom in Smith Hall, a chemistry building. Oh, I bet you there have been plenty of bombs dropped in there. By a student and turned over to a faculty member at 12:15 yesterday afternoon, all classes and meetings in those buildings were canceled for the day. But everything is just fine. Don't get panicky if you got kids at the University of Minnesota. And first of all, if you got kids at the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis, I'd like to understand why. Why would anybody go there? I mean, I could understand Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, huh? Florida State? right? Right? What? Gatorland, I can understand those places. But University of Minnesota, they got a pretty good hockey team, I guess. Although, I guess Michigan State won the, uh, the, big, the big enchilada or whatever. How are the Panthers doing in the playoffs? Same as the Leafs, huh? The league use, league. They're on games. That's right. They've lost no games in the playoffs this year. The worst trade possibly in, in modern history in the National Hockey League, man. And, and those bozos are still there, Jack Martin. Same old crap, man. Trading away the, one of the best three or four goalies in the entire game, Roberto Luongo, made 76 saves in the Vancouver's first win in the playoffs. 76 in four overtimes, and they won a game. For a guy that couldn't stop a bowling ball, Alex ass. And then, of course, uh, speaking of old, uh, Eddie Balfour, who just turned 98. What's uh, your take on the shootings at Virginia Tech was our poll question yesterday. We like uh, boarded that in the middle of the show, and we went into the new one, which now we got 1,246. We're going to do over 1,500 during the show today. Although we had a pre- pretty good head start, but nevertheless. There's a little trick of the trade for you there, Georgie. Okay. Start the poll the previous day on the air and then build up to like about 75 million votes and then you can get 100 million by the time yeah. the show is done. If I care, if I I say, do that. Hey, look at that, Jolly Joe, and he'll stay. Uh, I still like the tapes. Mm-hmm. See, the fact that he was trying to push the tapes, you know, on Fridays, if it was up to him, I guarantee it, with me taking tomorrow off, he would, he would rather play a sure. tape than have you do the show tomorrow. Sure. You're no Neil Rogers then again, who is? Right.
0: Then the tape again, who the tape is? is, Jolly Joe? How about is.
2: putting Joe Zagaki on to talk some sports crap, huh? Let me say it right now for the record, before I do this break. Let me say it publicly for the record. Jolly Joe Bell and his, his accomplice in crime, his assassin, Clarence Darrow, have held up the Red are being held hostage by crazy people. Now, you saw this guy in uh, Blacksburg. You see, when you have mm-hmm. crazy people, you've got to take care of them and put them away so they don't do any damage. They don't hurt somebody. It was an accident, a lot of people got hurt. And this is no accident at QM, this is another Beasley abortion is what it is. As Jolly Joe just, ho, 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 oh, we've got a lot of spots and we got that building up there and we're doing just fine. And you're going to have a big number there in March, Neil, even though, of course, you can't take any calls from anybody with an IQ larger than a thumbnail. And you certainly uh, you know, can't do the show the way you want to. And we're certainly not going to promote anything because we don't want to spend any money. And it's a darn good thing. And you know something? I'm going to have to do this afternoon. Uh, get on the horn with Office Depot and get you a, a drum. Now that I, now that you came up with the um, toner cartridges, now we've got to get a new drum for that machine. Because they're sure not going to do it. Yeah, let's get a new drum.
3: This is an African drum, by the way.
2: Don't start with the racial crap. Look what happened to, uh, to uh, Emus.
3: My second favorite kind of drum. What are you talking about?
2: Look what about? happened to Uncle Emus. Hi, right, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers.
1: Are you ready to order, sir? Yes, I'll have the... Shoot! 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 Uh, steak, please.
10: This man suffers from a rare form of Tourette
11: syndrome called G-rated Tourette's.
1: Ah, uh, that comes with a vegetable. I'll try the... Cod! Cod! Cod!
12: Carrots, please. Symptoms of G-rated Tourette syndrome include uncontrollable outbursts of euphemisms.
1: And uh, for an appetizer? Mm, how about the... Shucks! Shucks! Sharks shrimp cocktail.
2: Unfortunately, there is no cure for G-rated Tourette's.
1: Would you care for a salad? Yes. The heck, heck, heck house salad. Oh, wait. You know what? Make that a dolly,
12: dolly, dolly, gosh, 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 yeah, Greek salad.
1: Okay, that's one. Get coming, get coming, get coming. Great salad.
6: The good news
12: is G-rated Tourette's isn't as offensive as other forms of Tourette's. The bad news is it's a lot more
2: annoying.
1: And for dessert. Oh, I'll have the... Fudge, 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 fudge.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll have some of that. Ten thirty-three, twenty-seven 27 before 11. Let's take a look at that schedule. No Marlon game today like at 1230. would be really nice. But we ain't got no. We got one tonight, 630. How'd they do last night against the Mets? Oh, uh, they got stomped on. Oh, no. Like you know, 9 6-8. That ain't too great. 6-8. and eight. Of course, that's because they got the Dave Van boring broadcasting the games. Man, he could put anybody into a coma. Maybe the team is listening in the dugout. And they're going, oh, man, wake up, guys. Oh, it's Dave Van boring putting people to sleep. I'll tell you, we got more bad people on here on this radio station. It really is scary. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But nevertheless. But then we got... I got that. Let's see. Here's the schedule today. Mad Dog at 2. Power Hour with Hank and the Mad Dog together between 4 and 5. The Humper, 5 to 6.30 this afternoon. Fat Hank. Then you got Marlins on deck at 6.30. 7.05 to Marlins at the Mets as they try to win a game. That would be nice sometime you know, soon. And then after the game, it's game night with Eddie K till 1 in the a.m. An Australian scientist called yesterday for an end to the age-old tradition of cremation, saying the practice contributed to global warming. I bet you didn't know that. nope. Professor Roger Short said people could instead choose to help the environment after death, wait till you hear this, by being buried in a cardboard box under a tree. With or without a bell. Oh, you can put a little bell in the box just in case they're still alive. Uh, That's the one that I had in mind. That one would be good. Better bell. Which one's better? Yours. Oh. How about just... (laughs) The decomposing bodies would provide the tree with nutrients and the tree would convert carb- carbon dioxide into life giving oxygen for decades, he said. Oh, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have, like, in a shoebox. I'm going to have my ashes put in a shoebox and buried under somebody's tree in their backyard. And they can always say, Oh, old uh, uh, Grandma Neil, he's out in the backyard now. <laughs> I want <laughs> it. I want to it. I little, parcel it up fun. and sell it on eBay. That would be a lot Chunks of fun. Chunks of site. Neil. The important thing is, what a shame to be cremated when you can go up in a big bubble of carbon dioxide, Short uh, told AFP. Why waste all that carbon dioxide on your death, he asks. Never really thought about it. Short said the cremation of the average male in Australia, during which the body is heated to 850 degrees Celsius, that's 1,562 degrees Fahrenheit. God almighty, that's hotter than South Florida. By the way, if there's one place that makes hell seem like paradise, it's South Florida. We were discussing that before the show today. For 90 minutes, they heat it, 1562 degrees, produces more than 50 kilograms, 110 pounds of carbon dioxide. That's bad. And that doesn't include the carbon cost of fuel or the cost of the emissions released during the production and burning of the wooden casket. A tisket, a tasket, beware of that casket and watch out for your basket. And did Milton Berle die or what? Yes. Because they said that Milton Burl and Warren Beatty were the two guys in Hollywood that have a difficult time flipping That's the right. casket. That's right. Short, a reproductive biologist at the University of Melbourne said the contribution of cremation to harmful greenhouse gases was small, and he didn't wish to prevent people from choosing how their body was disposed of according to their religion. Oh, just like that uh, South Korean guy, the crazy guy. But a little bit all that religious mumbo-jumbo, and he's going to go out like Jesus, and et and so on. Jesus only wishes they would have had guns back then. Getting shot sure would have beaten get, hanging up there on the cross. Mm-hmm. But to bury the hatchet with environmentalists, well, what a play on words that is. Isn't that cute? To bury the hatchet with environmentalists, Short suggested it would not be a bad idea to bequeath one's body as food for a forest. You can actually do, after your death, an enormous amount of good for the planet, he said. The more forest you plant, the better. Now we're talking. Let's bury Jeff DeForest into forest. That sounds good to me. And you want to know why we want to do that? Don't kill us. Well, that's probably part of the reason, because he's an idiot. Because everybody hates him like poison. We hate you, Defoe. I'll never forget the day he was standing out with Greg Reed, you know, in the parking right under the building there, the uh, preferred parking where some of us important people used to park. And he was backstabbing me, but he at least was doing it, well, he was already in the middle of doing it when I came out the door, you know. Mm -hmm. And talking about how I was uh, ripping some bank at IOD and they lost the account. He was just giving Greg a whole song and dance about what a bad guy I am. My good friend, Mifo. You're you're just a backstabbing fool, Mifo. And it's too bad we didn't get your job over there at IOD and give it to uh, some half-ass like uh, the rim man. Some half-assed half-talent, like the rim man. Let's take a look at these poll results. It's already 10.37. We're getting a little behind today, but you know what? Take your time. I sound pretty good today for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't feel all that good, but I sound pretty good. I don't know. How do you look? Well, that's because I, I don't look good Soft. at all. I look like me. Squishy. Yes. Oh. <laughs> don't... Pudgy. Uh-huh. Really pudgy. I've got to lose about 600
3: pounds. Remember what Ron, uh, Ron Diaz said. What did he saying? Never seen a softer man in my life. Yeah, what well, what did that mean? That means you're soft. That means you don't work out. You're not macho. You're not ripped and muscular. Yeah, but I'm still ah. on
2: here making big bucks. What's <laughs> he doing in the uh,
3: cigar store? I don't know. He's yeah, looking Ron like an
2: idiot. You're going to tempt me into playing that Ron and Ron uh, thing, you know? I would never do anything like that.
9: Way up in Tampa was a crappy
2: morning show. Yeah, well, we got one of those. Okay, here's the poll from yesterday. I threatened to read this some minutes ago, and then we got another thing about putting your ashes in a box under a tree. I mm, mean, does it really make a difference? Me. I didn't uh. want
3: my ashes under a tree. I just wanted, like, my carcass under there so the roots would grow through my ribs. Mm. The worms would, uh, you know, eat my eyeballs.
2: Oh. What's your take on the shootings at Virginia Tech? 1,024 votes, and then we, like, uh, had... Pollists interrupt us right there in the middle of the show. We uh, changed the poll. And the one, one today, we already got 12, 1266. By the time I get around to reading, we might have 1,300 votes. How do you like that, Chris? I bet you we can do 16 during the show today. 1,600. That would make, that would make your tongue just tingle, wouldn't it? Yeah, okay. You couldn't care less. You're turning out to be such a bitter disappointment. I love the podcast. <laughs> <it's my thing. laughs> oh. oh, here's a bulletin from the Village Voice. It says, Today's Voice. I can't even read this thing. Get out of here, okay? Don't be bothering me. What's your take on the shootings at Virginia Tech? Guns are too easy to get, 378. It's the American effing way, 325, both of which, of course, are fine choices. Schmidt happens, 130. What a sad excuse that is. Yeah, Schmidt happens. Isolated incident, 106. Don't F with my gun, 68. And I don't care, 17. At least that number didn't go up. Well, we chopped the pole off before it could go up. I don't care, 17. Isn't that nice? 32 innocent kids get blown away. Their lives get snuffed out. This crazy person who they already knew was a crazy person, and they already had a hold of his ass, and they turn, like everywhere else. Everywhere else in America it goes on. They have some grotesque lunatic in custody, just like uh, Bundy when he walked out. Remember, he just walked out the window. They went to have like a little conference, and he was in the the, the, uh, interview room there, and he just opened the window, and he kind of moseyed on out. He bugged out. Yeah, went down. His eyes bugged out. Ted Bundy. I bet you when they pull the switch, his eyes bugged out too. Ted. Bundy. Probably won't see him no more. Out of a thousand twenty-four, and like I said, when we come back after the break, I bet you we're going to be closing in on thirteen hundred votes on the poll, and then they will fear us. And like I said, I don't. Uh, as far as the calls are concerned, you know. See, I, I have uh, Joe Bell disease. I'm suffering from a very serious case of Joe Bell disease. That's why I'm a little off my feet today. Although I sound really great. If you ask me, I'll, ask me if I sound great. Do you sound yes. great? Yes. But uh, I have Joe Bell disease, so as far as the phone is concerned, I think if I touch it, I'm going to get, like, uh, berry berry. Since
9: 2004, those emails have been uh, separated from an RNC policy, which is to automatically delete every 30 days deleted emails. Um, So,
10: we screwed up? (laughs) Oh, I'm an email, an old deleted email. You can delete me all you want, but you're going to fail. You're going to be relieved when you no longer see me on your drive. But I'm still alive, until an override. I made a great but don't die. Regretfully, I got to say that you can't throw me away. All the data is saved of what you type and you say. I'm an email. You can't erase emails. They've gone through too many
9: servers. They can't say they've been lost. That's like saying the dog ate my homework. It doesn't work that way. They just don't want to produce them. No, there ain't none of
10: the White House power abusers that knows how to use a new computer computer. they can't read any paper, or try to place the blame on a key punch operator, I just don't go away, you can fail, but you'll fail, I always leave a trail, I'm an email, no, oh, I'm an email, an RNC email, you can try to dump me. But I'll still tell tale. it looks like you violated the Hatch Act. Hey, how about that? Another 18-minute gap. Yeah, history repeats with more Republican high drinks. When you dump five million emails, something stinks. But you can't make them go away. Once you me around, I can always be found I'm an
2: email. 1046, guess what? Can you hear it in the background? I think that's that Cho guy that uh, the terrorist is here. What, is it coming at They're you? are conducting another fire alarm, which you'll start hearing all the wailing. I better close the door, you think, or should I leave it open? Oh, leave it open this for is, fun. I don't want to leave it open for fun. I don't want to hear it. One moment, please. You crazy
7: people, another freaking fire alarm. Jesus hey, Christ.
2: God almighty, when are they going to stop already with a fire alarm? And, and this is one of those things that's like the boy who cried wolf, you know. If we mm-hmm. ever did have a real oh, fire yeah. here, nobody would believe it. I mean, ordinarily, once in a while, those things will go off at night. It'll be like a false alarm, you know. And I don't even pay any attention to it. I could always jump, I guess. 1,277 votes already on today's pool. I bet you if I click that uh, view current thing, and there's that uh, goofy guy with the glasses again, or those awful, evil glasses. And uh, he reminds me of Travis Bickle, not. That's what they're trying to say now. Oh, he's a crazed loner. I don't think Travis Bickle whispered a lot, did he? you remember him whispering? You talking to me? Huh? No, no, no he's talking to
3: me. He sounded off like he had a pair. Well,
2: how come I can hear that so loud? I got the door closed. Now, can you hear that? No. Oh, yeah, can't yeah, hear? I can now, yeah. Jesus, they got that thing cranked up on extra, on uh, slow cook. Man, crazy people. 1280 votes on the poll. When a religion restricts you to certain foods on certain days or forbids you to eat them at all, like pork, and like, uh, what are other uh, st- crap? Shellfish, selfish, right? right?
3: Cloven hoof animals. Cloven and...
2: hooves. That is, crazy as Schmidt, formed That's right. Only, and only crazy people would obey that. Only lemmings, only simpletons would uh, go along with that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Right. An idea foolish people came up with, not God, 342. And, of course, the same foolish people invented God. Something I'm glad I have no part of, 311. A sign of my obedience to God. 50 very stupid people uh, said that. A sign of my obedience to God. I mean, talk about being subservient and a lemming and a suckling. That's just pathetic. Get a backbone for crying out loud. Get a life. A law you better comply with or you'll burn in hell. 49. You'll burn in that lake of fire, but you'll discover it's not nearly as hot as South Florida in the summertime, which starts very soon. Uh, something I, a religious person, violate all the time. 28. Well, you better get ready. Oh, hard for me to obey. 48. Something I, a religious person, violate all the time, 28. Something I do because I'm weak, 11. Now, there's the honest answer for those people who actually obey that crap. Let's have some Pesadicki candy and pass the matzo, please. And, of course, let's have some more of that macaroni and cheese. And you know something wasn't even that good? See, that? not only not only do the machines suck at Woodbine, but the food in the cafeteria, their pizza's good. But I can't be eating that. <laughs> actually, I should have. A nice pizza with Pappy Rooney, a little slice or two, would have been much better than that macaroni and cheese. Boy, that just uh, gives you agita. Something I do because I'm week 11 eat macaroni and cheese on Friday. It wasn't also tuna fish was big on Friday, wasn't it? Right, all the fish. I mean, can't eat meat on a Friday. Well, what is that? They pulled Talk it out of their ass crap. like everything else. They just else. make it up as they go along. That's long. right. To keep
3: you from doing what you want to do, because that's right, what that's it's all right, about.
2: Nice that's, right. You ma- that's, that's right, because you enjoy a nice day. That's right. That's so right. on Friday, you've got to make a big sacrifice. Sacrifice, sacrifice, yeah. and sacrifice. And certainly no sex on Friday unless you're going to make a bunch of babies for the Pope. Because, you know, God unless hates fun clothes. and pleasure. Uh, also, it's so unfair, I'm missing out on some good eats. eight out of 1,283. I bet you if I click that view current, I think by the top of the hour, we're going to be like right on the uh, verge of something, like a nervous breakdown, like 1,300. 1,285, Chris. See, I keep throwing your name in there like you care, is like uh, like it's a, a big deal for you, which it's not. Because, you know, you started out with really high hopes on this show, and now, of course... Who's just afraid up, of you and kissing your ass? Who doesn't care? I Where love the poll. kissing up. Huh? I said I love the poll. I thought you said you love me. That that would make oh that would really gross me out, you know. I know I know Josh is uh, your little boy,
3: so <laughs> I didn't know he was little. It's not what his girlfriend said.
2: Can you hear the fire alarm? I'll open the door up. I'm gonna There it is. (laughs) That's a chris alarm. (laughs) I'll go get the extinguisher. (laughs) Yeah, please. I got the extinguisher right here. (laughs) Works every time. Now, what did you just say? Josh is my little boy. Your little boy. Yeah, Uh, your bow. What what is that? You know,
4: he's your little uh, play your toy and everything. Boy toy,
3: yeah. your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, normally he's pink. Yeah. But right now he's beet red.
2: May I have your attention, please? Listen, get back on a banana boat and go back wherever you came from. Probably South Korea, you idiot. This guy can't speak English or he can't speak two words of it. They got a couple of real hot young guys that work in maintenance in this building. Oh, jeez, look, I'm closing that door again. God Almighty! How long does this go on? For Christ's sake! God! Crazy people in this building. Yeah, they've got a couple of really, and one of them is really friendly too. I think he's—I uh, don't know—some Asian kind of. They're—they're they're all Asian. Well, we got a couple of Julios working here too. Aren't you surprised by that? We don't have a lot of Julios in Toronto, but we got a couple. Of course, of Julios I'm not surprised
3: by, by that. We're just getting around to Toronto now. You
2: know, don't <laughs> worry. They're on the list. Wait till they show up in Mississauga, maybe, yeah. in Oshawa, and Kingston, and Medicine Hat. The Largo City manager... Now, I, before I get into this story, this is um, kind of amusing in a sick way. But speaking of sick, now I want you to retract that line you said about Josh is my little boy. That, that was you, Chris. That that's was one of the know. most grotesque things that's ever been said in the history of the human race. I was just messing with you. you Josh is my little boy... Oh, you you prefer I've car. got news for you, man. He's a good kid, but I wouldn't touch him with your hand. How do you like that? Or tongue, or nose, or uh, what, anything else. Right, don't even to mind to ask. The Largo city manager was fired after repeating his plans to have a sex change. as applied for the city manager position in Sorry Soda. Steve, you know, when I worked at WSPB in Sarasota 1973, 100 years ago, and I used to say that on the air Sorry Soda, and Snooki, uh, Cliff Lanson, we used to call him mm-hmm. Snooky Lanson was the manager, and that used to get him so aggravated, and he'd come to the window of the control room, and he'd uh, look in there, give me like a dirty look. And I'd give him back a dirty look, and he'd waddle away. You know? Screw you, Snooky. I'm sure he's dead by now. Steve Stanton, 48, said he submitted his resume this week under his future female name, Susan A. Stanton, with an asterisk, that the name changes pending. Well, starting Monday, I'm going to be Nellie Rogers. How do you like that? Can't be much more Nellie than I already am. I really hadn't anticipated applying for a city manager job so quickly, Stanton told the Sarasota Herald Tribune. But the opportunity has availed itself, and so we'll see. We'll see. Sarasota commissioners will review about 15 resumes for the job next month. The following week, commissioners will narrow the group to eight candidates. Those applicants will be interviewed by commissioners. If Stanton is among the final group, he said he'll interview as Susan. Susan, you better stop your cruising, because you're going to be losing, and you're going to get a bruising. But nevertheless... The Largo City Commission voted 5-2 to two in February, again in March, to fire Stanton from the $140,000-a-year job he had held for 14 years. Commissioners said it was Stanton's judgment, not the revelation he planned a sex change, that prompted the votes. It was his judgment. They don't mind the fact that he's going to change into a woman, you know. Just they think it's poor judgment. Well, whatever that means. 1,296 votes on the poll. We better get to 1,300 before the top of the hour. It's going to be. We're taking the feather right back out of uh, Chris's. Rectum. Oh, you are just. I'll say one thing, man. He's sure growing a pair. He's saying things that are so uh, just off the wall, so outrageous, so unacceptable, on, and just a on a visceral level. Whatever you, the you hell could have I stopped
3: mean. it growing. He's growing.
2: Uh, yeah, that's the problem. Twelve ninety eight growing on, getting on my nerves is what he's doing. Twelve ninety eight on the pool, and it's not. I don't think you know. You think it's a good pool. I don't even know why I put it on there. I think that's it's wrong a with it at all. Huh? Nothing wrong with it. We've never done I it I before. think it's uh, on a weaker side. But we you know, we have 1298. We don't even have I hate this poll on there no more. But then again, we started this, what, about 100 years ago? Something like that? So that means 1298. That means that everybody who's listening to QM now has voted three times. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs>
5: huh?
2: This is your brain. <laughs> Any
5: questions?
1: The Bohemian judge has just ruled in the paternity suit over Anna Nicole Smith's
5: baby.
2: Anna Nicole Smith's former boyfriend, Larry Burkhead, is a biological father. Let's get the important crap on here, right? The things that people ought to be caring about, like Anna Nicole and her big fat ass and her baby and Danielle and whatever the hell her name is. Who cares? Not me. 13.03, we care about that on the poll. 1,303 vote on that poll. Wow, that is heavy duty. We're going to go over 1,500 again today. Of course, we started with 1,488, but nevertheless, pretty good. Pretty impressive, wouldn't you say? Okay. Okay. Now, you guys just don't care. No, no. Show up or what? That's all you care about.
3: No, I already ate this morning anyway, so it's all right. You nope. hey, hey you must be psychic. Here's the food, now that you mention it.
2: How do you like that? how the psychic powers again of the old queen. Oh, God. That's right. Now what do you got? Howies?
3: He's got Howies, right. He's,
4: He's got Howie.
3: Tip of the man. Boy, he is a big tipper. How
2: much? I think he gave him five bucks. About 30, man. 30 cents. You gave the guy five bucks? Yeah. A schmuck like you, a Schmendrik like you gave me guy five bucks? Well,
3: he did order a lot of food. That's well, I gave two, calling three and stuff. Josh Cordes is my
2: boy toy. whatever you said, like my little boy. Mm-hmm. That, that was he's that your, was disgusting.
3: Uh, your love monkey.
2: Oh, Jesus, what a grotesque thought that is. I mean, he's a nice kid and everything else, but good golly, Miss Molly. Give me a little bit of credit, do you? Well, what do you know? You you know from nothing. In fact, how's my good buddy, S- the Serbian stadion, doing? it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> What, what are you laughing about? That's a funny name. His his <laughs> name is Steve, I guess is his real name, but he calls himself on the uh, MySpace the Serbian Stallion, man. And he's allegedly in South Africa somewhere. I better go on a, a surf and Safari. Be careful! Uh, he doesn't ask you for money. Is this thing still going on? Yeah, it's still. It's 11:02. What time did they start? Is about 16 hours ago. This is the Chinese water torture. This is gonna. This is almost as bad as woodbine. And then I had that damn macaroni and cheese. I'm never gonna be the same again. Four large bombs exploded across Baghdad yesterday. I don't even know why we talk about this anymore. All these dead people, you know, we were so worried about uh, what happened in Blacksburg, Virginia, which, of course, was tragic and grotesque and uh, shouldn't have happened and handled very, very badly, by the way, in spite of the way they're trying to cover up their ass. Four large bombs in Baghdad yesterday killed at least 127 people wounded scores as violence climbed toward level seen before the U.S. Iraqi campaign, before the uh, surge, baby, before Surge Savard. Oh, there's more pictures. Oh, he's got the gun to his head there, uh, Schmendrick. And now he's got a hammer. You see that one? He's got the hammer with the claw? Oh, bro. Yeah, I saw it. If I had a hammer. Mm-hmm. How's the hammer doing? <laughs> <laughs> in the deadliest of the attacks, a park car bomb detonated in the crowd of workers at the Sadria Market in central Baghdad, killing at least 82, wounding 94. It's hard work, man. If I had a hammer, Thank God it's not terrible, I had though. a hammer in the I'm getting really upset. Now, Trini Tree Lopez. Lopez. Uh, oh, there he is. I was confused with Don Hope who just died. Uh, oh, at that wrong. There's nothing worse uh, than nappy headed Don Hope, is what Don Imus would say. Ooh, ooh, this man. Now, this band's in pain. Remember when Chris said, at least Miguel sounded like he was in Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. claw your uh, eyes out with it, Trini. Among the dead were several construction workers who had been rebuilding. Every time I start talking, they start beeping that thing again. I think it's a commie-pinko plot. I think that some terrorists, some lesbianese terrorists are behind it here. It wouldn't surprise me in the least bit. Well, sooner or later, I guess we got to get to it, okay? Virginia Tech stunned by the images of the gunman, that evildoer. Restaurant patrons cringed and mothers turned their children away from the TV as the video came up of an armed Cho Shuang Hui delivering a snarling, venomous tirade. You you can hear the ventum about rich brats and their hedonistic needs. The self-made video and photos of Cho pointing guns as if he were imitating a movie poster were mailed to NBC on the morning of the Virginia Tech Massacre. A Postal Service time stamp reads 9.01 a.m., which means that he mailed it between the two attacks. He took time, he cared enough to send his very best to NBC. This is it. This is where all ends, Cho says in one videotape, in which he appears to be more melancholy than angry. What a life it was. Some life. Some life. But a bang. Yeah, what a crappy life. That's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to do a Howard Field and blow my brains out right on the radio. If they don't stop with that damn fire alarm. I think it finally went silent. Can you hear anything? I don't hear nothing. Nothing. If I want to open the door, it's going to start getting hotter than hell in here. Sun is shining. It's above like freezing finally. Spring has sprung, baby. All the snow is gone. The ice. Cho, 23, speaks in a harsh monotone in other videotaped rants, but it isn't clear to whom he is speaking. He's speaking to whoever's watching it, I would think, wouldn't you? Right. The audience. You had a hundred billion chances and ways to have avoided today, he says, in one with a snarl on his lips. (laughs) Like that. But you decided to spill my blood. You forced me into the corner, gave me only one option. The decision was yours. Now you've got blood on your hands that'll never wash off. Or maybe he was talking to your president. Because he's got enough blood on his hands, he could take like a bath in it for a hundred years. NBC said the package contained a rambling and often incoherent 23-page written statement, 28 video clips, and 43 photos, which we're seeing over over and over and over and over and over again until we got Cho coming out of our ass. On the Today Show this morning, host Meredith Vieira said the decision to air the information was not taken lightly. Some victims' relatives canceled their plans to speak with NBC because they were upset over the airing of the images, she said. In fact, what they should have done is going into NBC and conducted a little bit of, you know, the relatives probably runs in the family. Or the victim's relatives, I see. I saw his picture on TV, and when I did, I just got chills, said Christy Benning, a junior from Franklin County, Virginia. There are really no words. It shows he put so much thought into this, and I think it's sick. She thinks it's sick. It's like something you really have to think about for a long time. Like, let's see, you know, you put your, your uh, index finger to the side of your head, and let me think about that. Is it sick or what? What do you think? What's your take? The package helped explain one of the biggest mysteries about the massacre: where the gunman was and what he did during the two-hour window between the first burst of gunfire at a high-rise dorm and the second attack at a classroom building. Your Mercedes wasn't enough, you brat," says Cho, a South Korean immigrant whose parents work at dry cleaners in suburban Washington. Your golden necklaces weren't enough, you snobs. Oh, there's more of that fire alarm. Beep. You hear that? Like a mm-hmm. little, Beep. just a little burst. Beep. Your trust funds wasn't enough. Well, that sounds illiterate to me. I mean, is this guy illiterate? Twenty-three and he's going Uh, to university. Went to college. Your trust funds wasn't enough. Your vodka and cognac wasn't enough. Oh, it's (coughs) a. Beeping again. All your debaucheries weren't enough. Oh my God! Maybe they were doing a little hanky spanky there, Virginia Tech. God forbid. Those weren't enough to fulfill your hedonistic needs. You had everything. What an idiot! What an a-hole! A dorm neighbor of the first two victims, Ryan Clark, 22, and Emily Hilscher, 19, described on ABC's Good Morning America what she saw that morning in Amber Johnson Hall. I heard a really loud female voice scream, is what she said. A really loud female voice. <laughs> I opened my door, and that's when I saw the blow. There goes the fire alarm again. Beep, beep. I think this is going to be an all-day affair, which is going to drive me insane. I opened my door, that's when I saw the blood in the footprints, the sneaker prints leading in a trail from her room, Molly Donahue said. That's when she saw Clark, a resident assistant in the dorm, on the floor against the door. A friend later told her he was dead. Donahue said he. Uh, she has since tried to return to the dorm but felt physically ill and is still terrified. I got to the point where I can't be alone, she said. Authorities today disclosed that more than a year before the massacre, Cho had been accused of sending unwanted messages to two women and was taken to a psychiatric hospital on a magistrate's orders and pronounced a danger to himself, but released with orders to undergo outpatient treatment. Right. That always works really well, doesn't it? Here's a good example for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You uh, get some help and uh, have a nice day. And go kill some people and we'll talk about you in the media a lot. The disclosure added to the rapidly growing list of warning signs that appeared well before the student opened fire, among other things. chose twisted, violence-filled writings and sullen, vacant-eyed demeanor had disturbed professors and students so much that he was removed from an english class and repeatedly urged to get counseling. Some of the pictures in the video package show him smiling. Others show him frowning and snarling, bah! like a rabid dog. Some depict him brandishing two weapons at one time, one in each hand. He wears a khaki-color military-style vest, fingerless gloves, a black t-shirt, a backpack, and a backward black baseball cap. Well, that must be the rally cap. Another photo shows him swinging a hammer two-fisted. Another shows an angry-looking show holding a gun to his temple. Temple Bethel. That's where I was bar mitzvah, by the way. Temple Bethel. How I, do you like I that? Think, in Rochester. That's where I had my bar mitzvah. Baruch, v'tor, adenoy, today I'm a fountain pen. It's all a bunch of crap. He refers to martyrs like Eric and Dylan, reference to the teenage killers in Columbine. NBC News President Steve Kappas said the package wasn't was sent by overnight delivery, but apparently had the wrong zip code. wasn't open until Wednesday. Oh, I hate when they do that. And, put, and they're still beeping that damn bleeping the beeping the thing. Jesus, God Almighty! An alert postal employee brought the package to NBC's attention after noticing the Blacksburg return address and the name. Some of the words reportedly found scrawled in red ink on Cho's arm after the bloodbath: Ishmael Axe, NBC said. I think they got that backwards. Didn't it say Axe, Ishmael. I think you're right. Uh, he said, ask him, maybe he knows. Ask him. Ask him a question, maybe he'll give you an answer. Campus said the network notified the FBI around noon, but held off reporting on it the FBI request so the Bureau could look at it first. NBC finally broke the story just before police announced the development at 4.30 p.m. It was clear Cho videotaped himself, Campus said, because he could be seen leaning in to shut off the camera. There's a picture um, of the Serbian stallion where he's taken, he's got a shirt off and he's got the camera, he's photographing himself, you know, and it makes the big flash, he's flashing it. I wish he was. State police spokeswoman kareen Geller cautioned that while the package was mailed between the two shootings, police have not inspected the footage and yet to establish exactly when the images were made. Oh, this, this goes on. I could read this for hours, and I just might, you know. All because right. is there anything else going on in the world like all those dead people in Iraq? Of course not. Well, you could take some calls. So repeatedly suggest he was picked on. I'll just pretend I didn't hear anything you said, okay? (laughs) Just like, just like uh, Chris there with that crap Uh about uh, my little boy. That 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 was so. And this beeping, this has been going on. I would say uh, twenty minutes easy, hasn't it? This could be Mm -hmm. the longest fire alarm in the history of the subhuman race. And I know they're just doing it to piss me off. Well, screw you guys. How do you like that, you idiots? Have a nice day, eh? Cho sure repeatedly suggests he was picked on or otherwise hurt. You have vandalized my heart, raped it in my soul, and torched my conscience, he says, apparently reading from his manifesto. You thought it was one pathetic boy's life you were extinguishing. Thanks to you, I die like Jesus Christ to inspire generations of the weak and defenseless people. Oh, building security is on her. Will you finally get, Cut it short, okay? It's only been on for about four hours. Cut it short. Enough of the BS. Well, there's, a, there's a problem. They're calling the technician because the thing won't stop. They started it and they can't stop.
3: <laughs> Maybe they have our engineers.
2: A law enforcement official said Cho's letter also refers in the same sentence to President Bush and John Mark Carr, who falsely confessed last year to having killed child beauty queen John Bonnet Ramsey. Yeah, whatever happened to John Mark Carr? We don't hear about her no more. It no more. The official spoke on condition of anonymity because the person was not authorized to speak to the media. Earlier Wednesday, authorities disclosed that in November and December of 2005, two women complained to campus police they had received calls and computer messages from Cho, but the women considered the messages annoying, not threatening, and need to press charges, Virginia Tech Police Chief Wendell Flincham said. Neither woman was among the victims of the massacre. After the second complaint about Cho's behavior, University obtained a temporary detention order and took Cho away because an acquaintance reported he might be suicidal. Police did not identify the acquaintance. On December 13, 2005, a magistrate ordered Cho to undergo an evaluation at Carillon St. Albans, a private psychiatric hospital. The magistrate signed the order after an initial evaluation found probable cause that he was a danger to himself or others as a result of mental illness. In other words, he was crazy, and that's why they uh, let him out. When in doubt, let the crazy people out. So they can call the show, for example. They can call this Cho. Well, at least he never called that. We know that's one good thing, isn't it? That we know, although... So they started this fire alarm thing, and what they just announced is that they've got some kind of a technical malfunction at the junction, and they can't shut it off, and they've got the technical people on the way to see if they can stop it before the end of the world-famous uh, legendary Neil Rogers show.
12: packing
2: <laughs> Yes.
12: Real American A-Holes.
9: Real American
12: A-Holes. We salute you, Mr. Karaoke Host at the Neighborhood Bar Guy. Mr.
9: Karaoke Host at the
8: Neighborhood Bar Guy.
12: You lug your crap around night after night, just so some drunken slob can butcher piano man. Your equipment is state of the art. Your karaoke collection is the best. But you are 42 years old, and you still live with mother.
13: Alan, bring me my pay.
12: You fancy yourself as an entertainer but does it really take any talent to introduce Sue and Josh singing Margaritaville where's the song, where's the song now? Sure your cushy gig means you meet a lot of chicks but they all smell like hot wings and look like John Madden. Ow! So we salute you, Mr. Karaoke host at the neighborhood bar guy, your MySpace page, your 9-volt batteries, and your post-it notes. You are a real American a-hole. Okay,
2: 1118, and I'm sure you can hear it in the background. If you listen really carefully, well, I'm sure you can. It's uh, still going on. They, they started the damn thing. What? I can't stop. What's so funny? No, I was going, boo. Oh. No, the uh, fire alarm. They started the damn thing. I can't stop. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. Sometimes you start and you just can't stop. It's like uh, having wild diarrhea. 1119 at 560 WQM, speaking to Joe Bells and wild diarrhea. I bet you he's had his share. He just looks like the kind of guy. He, he reminds me of the kind of guy that uh, sits in there all day. And every now and then he'll get up and think, okay, it's all done. Whoops, I no, guess not. Better make him move back in there, yeah? Now, that's the worst thing. The worst thing when you've got, like, that bad, irritable bowel, like that uh, bitch, and where was it uh, yesterday? We had that story about the brother, had irritable bowel, and she couldn't stand on line. It was Monday we had the story. Right, I forgot Remember where it
3: was. What? It was somewhere.
2: Uh, uh, Cape Coral, or somewhere over on the West Coast, some Goyesha place over there on the West Coast of Florida. Excuse the redundancy there. Goyesha place, West Coast of Florida. It's all the same. I'll go in. Anyway, getting back to Cho, to the Neil Rogers Cho In the, is that thing, see, every now and then it stops for like half a second, that fire alarm thing, and they give you like a false sense of, oh, finally, and then it starts up again. I think it's going to go on all day. In the multimedia manifesto sent by Cho Shung-hui, in between his killing spree at Virginia Tech, some have seen hints of a connection between the killer and a violent South Korean movie. Now, how long did you think it would take before we had connection between his behavior and what he did on Monday and movies and violent video games?
3: Two seconds.
2: All of these things. That's right. Cho sent 28 video. Well, we know that thing. Uh, since the release of the material laid yesterday, a particular photo has prompted speculation, especially among online forums, that Cho may have been inspired by the 2003 movie Old Boy. That must have been about me, huh? How's it going, old boy? Hey, old man, how's it going? Boy, I tell you, that's, that's not good. When they start calling you the old man. George has been calling me the old man for 15 years anyway. Right. So now I must be the re- behind my back, of course. You're the geezer. The geezer, I remember the Mm -hmm. beezer, and now the geezer. Well, the beezer, remember, he was a racist bastard, the beezer. In the photo, the killer brandishes a hammer, the signature weapon of the protagonist in Old Boy, in a pose similar to the one from the film. You see that? All those films, man. Those films. The 2003 film directed by Chan-wook Park. That's Chan-wook, not what you were thinking. Won the Grand Prix Prize at the Cannes Film Festival in 2004. The second of Park's... Vengeance Trilogy. The movie is about a man unjustly imprisoned for 15 years. After escaping, goes on a rampage against his captor. In one scene, he dispatches over a dozen henchmen with the aid of a hammer. Oh, we got to play that again. Not the Trini Lopez one, though. Peter, Paul, and Harry. Speaking of Harry, I wonder what happened to my old friend um, Harry Potter. A lot of those old friends, man, have vanished. I I had a Mary Carter, all right, I Is she dead? That's right. I don't know. I think she is. Paul Stuckey and Peter Yarrow. That was, well, boy, what a memory. Wow. How do you like that? Peter Yarrow, Paul Stuckey, and Mary Travers. Now, I think one of them is still alive. Uh, do uh, you uh, know, ever
3: go I to their know, concerts mean, or anything?
2: Did I ever, what? Go to
3: their concerts. No, you but know? I
2: played their music on the radio uh, for I a long didn't. time.
3: They uh, would teach us their music in music class when I was a little child.
2: Oh, isn't that sweet? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. And don't think twice, because it ain't nice or whatever. Mm-hmm. How, uh, it's, uh, don't think twice. You got that? Uh, Peter, Paul, yeah. and Sally. Don't think twice, it's all right. Another Bob Dylan song. Are you looking or are you just stalling? Oh, he's stalling for time. I'm over here. 1,327 votes, by the way. We're going to have like, uh, I say over 15 today. Easy. Easy. Chris. Oh, I don't have Don't Think Twice. You do like that, though, don't you? Yes. I have written find by Bob it, yeah. Dylan. Just like, uh, but I bet you've got uh, Blowing in the Wind. The answer, my friend. Yeah, I bet there it I is. Do. Ask, ask for it, and you got it. Ask Ishmael.
7: How many roads must a man walk? man.
3: You know what goes good with this kind of music? Booze.
2: Yeah, that's right. Campfire.
3: Somebody with a guitar. Beer and a bong. Now let's see. What
2: Paul and Mary song that was like a uh, supposed to be a weed song? What was it?
3: Mm.
8: Oh, oh, oh!
3: Please, how could you forget? You say it all the time. Ready? Here we go now. Everybody light them if you have them. Got it yet? Oh, no, not Puff the
6: Magic Dragon. Oh, drag
2: yeah. Oh,
8: right I after the I show. That.
2: That's, that's not a good sign. That means I'm an old boy. How's it going, old boy? Tragic <laughs> song. Why do people well, write something? an on old me. boy. Don't let me forget oh, to right. send Josh Cordes that check. You know, my uh, what, right, what, what is you. My boy toy? My yeah, uh, boy toy. No, that's monkey. not what you said. You said something much worse, much more offensive than that. I don't even remember. My little boy. Yeah, they that's what bad. it was. That, that implied such grotesque, uh, you know, if it were true, if I had the hots for him, I'd be sure to tell you, but I don't. Now, J.C. that used to work there that George forgot already with the hairy body. I had the hots for him all right. Good God. I would have turned him upside down, inside out, and given him an airplane spin. I would have turned him all over the world, man, J.C. He knew it, too. He's a good guy. The connection, and I'll see. After escaping, he goes on a rampage against his captor. In one scene, he dispatches over a dozen henchmen with the aid of a hammer. Now, let me ask you this. Which is better? The way this show is so far, we've been on about an hour and a half. I haven't thought about taking a call. There's a whole bunch of them on there now. There's no chance. Which is better? That or,
1: hi, Ron Chamba. Or, present,
2: that Which is better? Or, well, you know. George is gay. Well, which, I'm, you know, I'm a little biased there. I know. You like those calls. Mm-hmm. The connection was spotted by Professor Paul Harris of Virginia Tech, who then alerted authorities according to the Evening Standard. Speaking of Harris, I went to school with a kid named Ralph Harris at Canandaigua Academy, who was so good-looking, man. I just, we'd sit in study hall, and I would just sit there and stare at him and have all kinds of sexual fantasies and thoughts. He's old and ugly, though, not like I am now, although I was young and ugly back then. It's become commonplace for movies or music to be linked especially to violent killers. One blogger for the Huffington Post, filmmaker Bob Seska, Dismissed the connection as the most ridiculous hypothesis yet about the Virginia Tech Massacre. I would suggest he's probably... Absolutely correct. But what do I know? There was no apparent clear link between Cho and Old Boy beside the photograph. Cho killed with a handgun and a pistol, not a hammer. He didn't seem to reference the film in any of his notes or messages. In all, 33 people, including Cho, died in the Monday morning attacks. 1331 on our world-famous Neil Rogers poll. Man, we are kicking... Even though I'm the Old Boy, we're kicking big fat ass, okay? Now, are they finally closing that thing down, or is it just, uh, it's, it's still beeping on there? Oh, you know what that was? That was the beep on the fax machine. Right. See, there's so many beeps going on, I'm just becoming beeping crazy. Of course, a lot of people would say I already was, you know. 13, <laughs> I want to share with the audience. And it's extra loud today, you know, like my bacon this morning was extra crispy. I would make some more if I had any, but I ain't got no mo. That was really good today. You know, making bacon? Mm-hmm. Now, Howies makes good bacon too, I yeah, the only problem is every time that fact? I come there and do a show they would send about like seven thousand slices of it, you know. And of course being the pig that I am and I you know, bacon comes from a pig, so why not having a pig eating it? And I would just keep eating and eating. Remember that one time? Oh man, I had to talk about wild um intestinal defugalities. I don't want to say diarrhea again because then Joyce will get all upset. Maybe Joyce will get diarrhea. Well she's got diarrhea of the mouth and the brain, so why the hell not? Now what is this? This was on Media Week. Today's facts is somebody from Bob. Thank you, Bob. Kitty Carlisle Hart. Oh, no. Kitty Carlisle died. Oh, oh my God. I bet your chicken is going to uh, kill a chicken and nail it to sure the door. I'm sure
3: wearing a black arm band. Actress
2: chick. and perennial game show panelist Kitty Carlisle Hart died yesterday at the age of 96 from Bob with pneumonia. I wonder if it was water pneumonia. We'll be honored by Cable Network Game Show Network an hour long to Tell the Truth Tribute on Sunday, April 22th. GSN will air Carlisle's first appearance on To Tell the Truth from March 5th, 57, at 3 a.m. Oh, yeah, I'll get up 3 in the morning to watch that, followed by an episode featuring yourself as one of the imposters at 3.30 in the morning. It says, love the show. This is from Bob. Listen to everybody on the Internet from Dallas. Thanks for doing an incredible show. No problem, Bob. When you're uh, legendary, you can do an incredible show. And if I do say so myself, the callers suck the big one, okay? Oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful.
10: Absolutely.
7: All around the world, big bullet hurls. You should go on conscience and just call it quits. It's a foot show in the hips. you're, you're to be everybody's good pal. you're more than a now.
9: You fairies.
2: William Hung, he's not Korean now, is he? William Hung? Uh, he might be. I think he might be. I never watched that show, Under Penalty of Death. I have never watched one second of that show, I'm proud to say, which puts me like a little bit above, uh, a cut above. How are we doing on that poll? We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna uh, quit that poll. I just faxed Eric a new one because uh, your close personal friend, Brandon, uh, for the second time he sent me this poll. I said, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll do it. He said, well, go ahead and take it already. Don't start getting pushy, Brandon. Anyway, 1345 votes on the pool, and that's plenty, don't you think? That's a good time to start a new one. Right. Want to hear the new one? Okay. I will, and and this fits right in with uh, Joyce and all of her bowel problems. I will use a public bathroom only if it's clean, only if it's empty, which I guess, I assume that means that there's nobody else around, Yeah. Okay. Only for emergencies. Anytime, I can only use my own bathroom, or I never go in public bathrooms. Uh, In other words, even in an emergency I'd rather do a June Allison, you know. Oh. I'd rather walk around with the on, huh? All right. Now I don't want to get too indelicate because number one, it's mm-hmm. close to lunchtime. And number two, we can't get into excretory activity because Joyce will start having the excretory activity. You know, she'll start having the uh, Hershey squirts. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't say that. But at any rate, uh, yeah, we've all had those experiences where you know you're starting to walk. Like, have you ever like? I, see, I can't, I can't go into it too deeply. But where nature was calling, and you were close to wherever it was where that magic room was, where you were heading desperately, and just as you started to get there, you know, it was like, oh. And you just stopped. You stopped walking. You figure if you don't move, it'll work. And sometimes it does. And then again.
8: Sometimes.
2: (laughs) Sometimes it do not. Oh, boy. Actually, that happened to me a few weeks ago at Woodbine. I had, uh, Nature was calling, and they've got some magnificent uh, toilets there. In fact, to me, the whole place is a gigantic toilet. That's what I should have done yesterday, you know, to express my tremendous frustration. I should have just, because I tried three or four different machines, and they just weren't paying. You know, they, this is one of those days they're shut off in the coma. They're in the Terry Schiavo uh, paying mode. And I should have just gotten up and pulled my pantaloons down and done a giant number right there on the chair by that, my, the last machine I played for a very long time. Don't you think that would have been a, a, a capital idea? Okay.
3: Or a yeah minuscule?
2: Oh, there's pictures of Littleton, Colorado again in Columbine. Let's Oh, Columbine revisited. Yeah, let's go back yeah, and enjoy yeah. that
3: again. No, I'm watching a big boob chick dance in shiny clothes. That's a hell of a lot
2: better idea. Now, are we going to, let's see, let's see if Eric is going to get around. To this. And I see nothing to switch on Is he in his little room? Because I just faxed him that, like, you know, in the middle of the show, he probably isn't expecting it. I'll tell and him. Since yeah, he's here. You'll do what? I'll tell him. Tell him to change the damn pool, okay? Just like Brandon said, do it. Do the pool or whatever and, uh, you know, and tell him change it. God. Change the pool, Eric. And, Professor, change your underwear, too, with all this other talk going on, all this executory business going on. Everybody uh, change it. And the good news is, you notice I opened the door? There's no more uh, fire alarm. Hallelujah, folks. All right. I think it would get to, like, 1350, just going, I'm just going to... Cut this off. 1349. I'm looking where it says pull switches. You got the new pull. It's not going to take that long to type this one up, Eric. Believe me. In fact, time's up. I don't want to be pushy or nothing like that. Those of you who are planning to go uh, on vacation, especially across the pond this summer, I got some bad news for you. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices, <laughs> and thank you for the uh, strong American dollar, which is as weak as it's as weak as a 26 pound weakling, man. Dollar slides to a 26-year low against the British pound. Euro approaches a record high of 136.66. Six 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 are the last three numbers on that, on the euro. Or as they say, the euro. That's what they say in the Netherlands. Netherlands. How come you didn't go to uh, Amsterdam with me? Amsterdam. Who? Because you weren't invited. Yeah, maybe, and I don't have any money. I had enough other people to take with me on this last trip. Okay, I had an entourage. I had uh, three other people. That's go, four fine. People. You know what it costs to go on uh, business class and stay in five-car no. hotels? Cost a pretty penny, baby. It's a damn good thing I'm making a lot of money, especially so I can take care of my, my little boy there, Josh Cordes. According to Chris, I got news for you, Chris. You're out of the will. You were never in it, but now you sealed your fate this morning. Okay. Was one of the most intemperate. I I guess what he's trying to do is make up for all the kissy, kissy, uh, all that other, you know, butt sucking he was doing there for a while. You remember those days, don't you, Chris? Yeah, it was just the day before yesterday. Was he really? I don't know. No, it would have been a couple days ago because the day before yesterday I wasn't here. Well, one of her was kissy, kissy, kissy. Oh, thank you, Neil, for giving me this opportunity to make uh, four cents an hour. Now, you're okay. You're a good guy. Why, thank you. We actually said nice things about you when you weren't there when Miguel was there. We said nice things about you. We We don't like saying it to your face. We like talking behind your back. It's your just specialty. That's right. It's a specialty du jour every day. Fat fag. <laughs> what? Huh? I got news for you. If you're talking about who I'm talking about, he ain't no fag. I guarantee you that. No, he's talking about you. Oh, fat fag, you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's whispering. He's whispering just like Cho, man. He's whispering and he's acting like a loner, like a crazed loner, like that. If you see anybody sitting like in a corner somewhere, all by themselves, going and whispering, "Shoot them, save, save a whole bunch of other people." The dollar extended. George... Yeah, go ahead. The dollar extended its slide Wednesday, hitting a 26-year low against the British pound and approaching an all-time low against the euro on growing expectations the interest rate differential between the U.S. and Europe will narrow euro soon. This is bad. One thirty-six sixty-six. That's a dollar and a turd and then some. The pound climbed as high as 2.01 and a third, its loftiest level since 1981. After the minutes of the latest Bank of England meeting showed, Monetary Policy Committee voted 7 to 2 in favor of holding interest rates steady. They don't like the U.S. dollar anywhere, and it's unanimously so, said Dennis Gartman of the Gartman letter. Simply put, the market is now convinced the future of the U.S. economy is one of relative weakness, while that of Europe is one of relative strength. I'm getting to Europe right now, man. I'm cashing in my chips, and I'm leaving right now. See ya. I'm on my way. To um, Amsterdam. I'm going to go open up a hamster farm. I'm going to start growing some tulips. Tulipin. Well, the tulips really are beautiful. You know, have you ever uh, flown over the tulip fields in Amsterdam? I guess oh, yeah, know.
3: just last week.
2: Outside the city especially. Beautiful. Then you can go to the flower market there by Rembrandt, Rembrandt Plain. You've got to roll your R's, man. Like Roken. Roken. I can't think of the name of that Mandarin restaurant. It's really not a good idea when you come on here to recommend a restaurant and you have no idea what the name of it is. But it's on Roken which is, means smoking. And there's a lot of smoking going on in Amsterdam. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Man was there for a lot of good stuff. I could tell you, but it would not be a good idea. I think you've got a general idea, though, don't you? I do. Oh, and there's the new poll. Thank you, Eric. You're, you are a great American, or whatever the hell you are. We're going to get you deported, but you're a great guy. Fat. I will use a public bathroom um, only if it's clean. I'm sure, well, you know something? Any time. Anytime. I'm not one of these pansies. Well, I am a pansy, but I'm not, not that much of a pansy. These people will say, oh, I just can't go in a public restaurant. you get too nervous. Nervous about what? When you got to go, you got to go, Joyce.
11: And during this, it's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Abigail McGillan, an elderly woman, answered a knock at the door one day, only to be confronted by a well-dressed young man carrying a vacuum cleaner. I'll say it again. The young man was carrying a vacuum cleaner. Good morning, said the man. If I could take a couple of moments of your time, I'd like to demonstrate the very latest in high-powered vacuum cleaners. Go away, said Abigail. I haven't got any money. And she proceeded to close the door. Quick as a flash, the young man wedged his foot in the door and pushed it wide open. Don't be too hasty, he said to Abigail. Not until you have at least seen my demonstration. With that, he emptied a bucket of horse manure onto her hallway carpet. If this vacuum cleaner does not remove all traces of horse manure from your carpet, madam, I will personally eat the remainder. Abigail stepped back and chuckled and said, Well, I hope you've got a damn good appetite because they cut off my electricity this morning. Paul Harvey. (laughs) Good day.
2: 11.47. I love that. 13 till noon. I bet you he didn't, but I love it. And this show we ought to dedicate to uh, Jolly Joe Bell because it's mostly about manure. A lot, a lot of manure talk today. I have No here's idea. Here's the uh, here's the second poll. Now the first one. I guess I better uh, give you the result of the f- first one. Previous. I I, lo- I just love the way Eric did this. Don't you find this uh, very useful and fantastic? Yes. And a boy, Eric, huh? Showing up. No, the way you can view previous because mm-hmm. I forgot to print out the final result of the previous poll. And all you got to do is do a little click on our uh, stats page there, and bada bing, just like magic. Yeah, like that. There it is. And maybe it'll print out one of these days when I find... There it goes. You hear, can you hear it printing in the background? And it's got toner in it. It's got a new drum. Don't let me forget about that drum. Hey, don't forget. Oh, yeah. Because you're sure not going And I know they're not going to pay for it because yeah. it's about $250. bucks. <coughs> i will pay for it, no problem. Anything to keep the Neil Rogers show going and pristine and clean for the old queen. I will use a public bathroom anytime 15. See, that's like me. That's what I voted. Now, how about you? Anytime? Anytime. Well, only if I have to go. How's that? <laughs> in other words, not to hang out. That's good. That's you know, a good I'd rather one. not... People that hang out in public rooms, right. man, very, very suspicious to me. Take it from this See, there, there queen, are two okay. issues here. If, if yeah. one
3: has to sit down, then I will uh, move heaven and hell to avoid that. Oh, in other words, seriously. Because, well, yeah, because, you know, people aren't tidy in the public restrooms, let's just Well, say.
2: you know something, what are you going to catch off a toilet seat, huh? Besides maybe left uh, or something like that. Dust? dust? Dust in the dust, wind. Dust, yeah. Have oh, you got uh, dust in the wind? I don't oh, want to plant my, uh, my, my
3: skin on anything that's wet.
2: 30 votes on there so far in the new poll. About 30, man. I would use a public bathroom anytime 15, only for emergencies 10. Only in other words like, oh, it's just no choice. Only if it's empty, too, if there's nobody around, because I might actually make a sound. Only if it's clean, too. I can only use my own bathroom one, and I never go in public bathrooms nobody. Well, thank goodness for that. I mean, what, what kind of a lunatic would have that much? I mean, I only can use my own There's one. I'm sure there will be more than that, because there are some people that have, like, a fetish about that. Now, I don't think there's any question. Oh, now there's 42 votes. It's zooming up there. Uh, but the comfort of one's own tea room, there, 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 there's nothing to replace it, you know what I mean? It's just the comfort of your own bathroom, Right. 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 And you've got, you know, especially if you live alone like I do, you've got the privacy, and you, you don't even have to shut the door. You just go in there, and you don't have to worry about making too much noise or uh, too ma- many malodorous, or wh- whatever. You know, it's just you, you do your thing, and that's it. You hang loose. Oh no! Wait a minute! Look at that. Thirteen hundred and fifty-six votes on the uh, Did I ever read it? Oh, I never read it. <laughs> 44 votes on today's second pool and 1356. And you know what that is? Add those two numbers together. 1400.
9: Ow!
2: Could that happen again in a zillion years in a, in a raccoon's age? I don't think so. 1356 and forty and 46. 1402. Chris. See, we'd call Chris my little boy, but that would be crispy. Ridiculous. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> and he, ain't anybody's, he ain't anybody's little anything. You're okay, though. Don't don't take it personal. do Don't start sulking now. There's nothing worse than having a guy in there that sulks, you know? Nah, no, I'm okay. Like Marvin Rawman, They used to show up late for work every day, and then George liked them because I guess they had some deals with the Indians. I don't know what the deal with. Yeah, yeah. That's a... When a religion restricts you to certain foods on certain days or forbids you to eat them at all, that is crazy as Schmidt, 454. Crazy. Like anything with religion, just like this Cho guy. Oh, he's going to be just like Jesus, you know? They should have nailed his ass up on a cross and burn and fried his ass. Wouldn't that have been good? Fried Cho. An idea foolish people came up with, not God, 357, certainly not... I wouldn't come up with that kind of crap. Something I'm glad I have no part of, 338. A sign of my obedience to God, 53. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rub them rosary beads, man, until they're raw. Hard for me to obey, 53. A law you better comply with, or you're burning hell, 51. You'll burn on that lake of fire, baby. Something I, a religious person, violate all the time. Look how many. About 30, man. 30 people are religious, but they violate that uh, prohibition. And you want to know why? Because they can't stop. They just can't stop, like Mo said. I can't stop. They finally stopped that damn fire alarm, though. Thank God. Oh. Something I do because I'm weak. 12. See, that's the correct answer for anybody that uh, believes in that crap, that, that follows it. Weak. Weak. You haven't got a brain of your own. If you did have a brain of your own, you wouldn't be following all this religious hokey-pokey, uh, hocus-pocus so unfair, I'm missing out on some good eats. He's got only eight. No, you are missing out. I mean, who doesn't like a nice bacon cheeseburger, even on Pesach, huh? Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like a nice, big, juicy ribeye steak with the bone in? Mmm, That big, extra big rib, like they have at Ruth's Chris, you know? Nothing right. like a ribeye. On Friday or any other day that I'm in the mood for it. No jackass in a dress. No silly guy wearing a dress is going to tell me, Oh, it's Friday. You can't eat meat today. Why not? Where, do, where does it say that? Can you tell me where it says in the Bible about not eating meat on Friday? Where does it say that? It doesn't. Well, they just make it up as they go along. Jesus he died
3: on... that day, so you're supposed to be
2: bummed out that day, so you're not supposed to eat anything good. He died only on uh, what? On Good Friday? That's what they say. Well, what was good about it? Oh, that's right. He died so that Redemption, he could forgive everybody's right. sins. Well, you Jews killed hanky, him. You spanky, Jews. you people doing sexual activities out there. Shame on you. What's wrong with you? Are you crazy or what? Or is it? does it just feel good? What's wrong with you? Both. There you go. And, of course, if you do it enough, it will make you crazy. I don't, I don't want to view the... Pre- this thing is uh, now all screwed up. Not screwed up, but just, I, don't, I don't want to see the... I just got through reading it. 68 votes on the tea room pool. See, this is not a bad deal. It means when you come in in the morning tomorrow, you'll have a poll going already, and you can either keep this one going all, you know, it's up to you, but at least at least you got something there, or do you want me to change it? No, whatever. I'm, I'm here. Listen, it's I'm good. here at your Beck and Call. Oh, yeah. There. Now, I'd like to know where that came from, too. Beck and Call? You, you've heard that. I haven't got any idea. What yeah, that I don't was. know.
3: Look that up. I think
2: Beck probably means the same thing as Call. Like Beck. when you
3: beckon someone, you know, when you take your hand and you David Beck- say, hey, I come over there here. There's
2: a naked picture of David Beckham on the Internet, and boy, he is nasty. He's got tattoos all over him. He is very much moosey-like in one respect, but I'm just, oh, that does not that does nothing for me. I just run in the other direction when I see somebody covered with tattoos. And then, of course, they've got that ink show on A&E. What's happened to A&E? Flip this house. Flip the, uh, I flip in the bird every time I turn on. I used to love A&E. Now I love the biography channel, which on my cable's right next to it. Any used to have so many great programs on. Now it's like all punky stuff on there. Flip this house. Well, what what is that? Flip Flip this house. My flip Wilson this house. What does that mean? Flip this house. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I, and they, I, had, and they had that show on there. I, I, I think we... that show is finally gone, isn't it? Throwing up Gotti. I hope. Yeah, I think it is. Oh my god! I told you I had her on my show one time on I and Z. What's a her years ago. Victoria, Victoria
3: ew, what a tacky With those well, two I,
2: real guido uh, kids of hers. Yeah. They wouldn't be too bad looking if they weren't Guidos, man. They got that Guido thing about them. Oh, Jesus. 68 votes on the poll. Why is it that Neil's always talking about these good-looking young guys? Because that's uh, where my life is at. That's what it's all about. And I make no apologies for it, okay? If that, whatever, whatever, just like George has all got the hots for, uh, what is her name now on the morning show? Uh, Julie, is that Julie? Her name? Julie, Julie. How are you asking I have, me when you played the Bobby Sherman record? That's Julie, right. Julie, Julie, Julie. I don't Julie. have particular hots for. What well, I mean, do you think? Huh? I haven't said met her yet. I mean, let's you be clear. got the hots for any chick with a okay. skirt on, okay? If she's got the right part, you got the hots. Yeah, okay. but I'm, that's what I mean. Like not all you heterosexual guys, if they got the right part in the right place, mean, well, and I'm they got the right boobs in the right the no, they dimensions, guys, they understand. In the fifth dimension. Seventy-six votes on the public bathroom pool. There you go, Brandon. You asked and you got it. But I think I don't think that's one you want to keep up there all weekend. I'll find one that's really not very good. I mean, I'll find a really good one, and I'll send it along so you'll have something for tomorrow. I And I'll take care of the stories and all that. Well, you know, just Sweet. because I'm taking off tomorrow, you know, I don't want you to have to, like, do anything. No, especially the way they treat you like garbage. That's right. I was thinking in the shower this morning, I was thinking of that day the phone rang, and it was Greg Reed. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations on the great book, Neil. And by the way, I've decided to terminate George Rodriguez. That's exactly the way
3: he said it. Ain't that something?
2: Yeah. And I said, "You what?" That was after you sent me those emails of all those people who had written in the caustic emails to Mo, ripping him right. an ass. They were—I read them on. You the were the last one to get funny. your copy, too, by the way. They were all very amusing and very uh-huh. funny. They were making the rounds all over the building, and people were going, "Ah, ha, 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 yeah, that Mo. Everybody hates him like poison," and they did. And then, of course, he did the right thing. He backed off after everybody in the building lied to me about, "Oh no, Moe's not uh, putting any pressure." Right. Just like the thing with Condoleezza, and just like the thing with uh, everything, with Zach Krantz, which Clarence, you know Clarence is a nervous laugh yesterday when I put him on a spot about that before the show, which he better not come in here before the show again anytime soon. When he was sitting around there just waiting for me so he could go running back to Joe. Oh, Joe, here's what Neil said this morning he's really upset about.
0: This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour.
2: That's where those numbers have gone, man. Right up the old shoes. 100 votes on the new poll. I bet you Chris is really proud of that. He's wearing it. Now, what was uh, for lunch today? Just bacon?
4: No,
2: George didn't get anything. I have a uh, ham and cheese croissant. I know croissant. George didn't get anything. We're asking your fat ass. Ham and cheese croissant. A ham and cheese croissant. Yeah. That sounds so French, you know. It sounds so... You know what it is? It's disgusting. It's fattening as hell. That bread, that croissant. Do you, know how, do you realize how much a trans fats are in there? Yeah,
3: lots of butter. That's what makes it that's good. That's
2: right. Lots of trans fats in that croissant. Why couldn't you just get like a ham and cheese on rye? Oh, I'll get that tomorrow. Well, that's right. Oh, you no, know, tomorrow, tomorrow. I'm not going to have that. I beg your pardon?
4: I said I'll get that tomorrow, but we have a melting pot coming in tomorrow.
2: Well, why didn't anybody oh, right. tell me about that? Why, why, did, why that didn't they just you.
3: discover this? What? Duff told you you were ignoring him. You were busy calling him a I fairy. was
2: ignoring him because he screwed me over on Pompano Park and because Pompano's got the slots now and we got no information whatsoever about it. And he, as usual, is running around at the Galleria talking crap with uh, Moishi and everybody there about what a big shot he is and he knows, Neil you know, Rogers. Yeah, Duff, you're uh, silly. You're fairy. You know. You, you hear the conversation when he comes in there. Bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop. It's just, uh, you know, verbal diarrhea. A lot of that going around. Hundred votes on the poll today speaking of that. A lot of, a lot of toilet talk. We ought to probably play that turd talk thing. Can we still play that? I doubt it. Can we no, still play anything? No. no. Oh. But you know something? You'll notice it's already twelve oh three. Have I taken any calls yet today? I have no life. No. No. Am I gonna take any calls before two o'clock? No. Absolutely not. If you're in fact, I'm reaching over and shutting that stupid thing off. See, so you know what you know what just dawned on me, what I realized? Is that, do you, do you, have you got any idea? Of course, it requires a little bit more work, but you know, with the kind of money they're paying me, I might do like a few minutes of work every day. Not a lot, not too much, but a few minutes. Do you have any idea on the internet, for example, how much good stuff there is? Not to mention the stuff that are the more intelligent people in the audience send us every now and then. You know, useful crap. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that if I can't carry the show for four hours every day, I ought to be out laying bricks somewhere. I would be out laying on the bricks. I'd be able to sit, sit on a street corner. Spare some change, mister? How's it going, eh? Like that. And, you know, it, it, would, it would seem to me that after a while, some of these beggars out here on the streets of Toronto would realize, after they've seen you for the eight millionth time, that you're on to them, and that when you start quickening your pace as they start approaching you, that means you don't want to be bothered, and they don't have to, oh, spare some. In fact, there was one of them yesterday. the kind of a bearded young punk guy, and... Uh, as as far And he, like, stopped in mid-sentence because he saw it was me and he knew I wasn't even going to give him the time of day. I wasn't going to give him the time of day. If he would have paid me, I wouldn't have looked at my watch and given him the time. How do you like that? Not that I'm a hard-hearted, cheap bastard, because you know that. Because right after the show, I'm sending Josh Cordes a big, fat check. Big, fat one. Because he's bugging me for money now because his dog needs an operation. That's the kind of guy I am. I take care of the whole universe, no matter what George tells you, Chris. Don't believe him. So Neil, my uh, bank account needs an operation. Yeah, you know what? Your your brain needs an operation, <laughs> lobotomy. In fact, I'll, they, I'll tell back. you where they can start if they're looking for your brain. Rectome. That's where they'll find it. Okay. Before this morning, I thought you were a good guy. I thought you were an ally, a friend. I thought you were a comrade in the fight against well, he management. Is. So you're just a fellow you know, fatty, another fat guy. And fat F. There's a word that goes after fat begins fart? with an F. Yeah, fat <laughs> fart. That's not bad. <laughs> I was thinking one. Now you're okay. You're all right. Just stay away from me. <laughs> no Here's problem. Here's the uh, poll, and I know you will. Poll question. So will Josh. As a matter of fact, in spite of the check, I'm going to send him. And of course, you know, Josh is. Uh, I don't know what the big deal is with him. Why has everybody got the hots for him? Especially these faggots. He's a nice kid. He's a great kid, huh?
3: I beg your pardon? I just want to make sure we're talking about the same Josh. Josh Cordis. Yeah. Oh,
2: are you talking about Clarence Darrow? I <laughs> no, wasn't. Somebody's got you the brought hots that for up. that. Holy moly, hey, man! Eventually, must, somebody will. You must really be approaching the end of your existence on the planet. Good God! The thought of that. And that day that he came in there, uh, adjusting his package, uh, I'll, as long as I live, on uh, that's another reason I don't want to do any shows in that studio. He wasn't just adjusting; he was manipulating and twisting. And uh, even Chubby Checker never saw a twist like that. Even when he was on that famous New York station.
9: WABC.
8: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
9: To everywhere around, seven seven on your dial. The great big groove of sound.
0: I remember those days
2: when radio was worth owning. Just can't put it down. Can't put it down
7: You know, it's W-A-B-C, oh, it's 77, W-A-B-C,
2: all American. Oi! those are the days, baby. Baba Lou, Bob Lewis and Puny Scott Muni and uh, Cousin Brucey, who's a real a-hole with a bad hairpiece and all these other guys. Uh, Dan Ingram, did I mention him now? A lot of dead people. Herb Oscar Anderson, hello again. Here's my best to you. Oh, he was so boring. He was so bad. See, one thing about the early days of radio, well, the golden days, not the early days, the golden days, there were a lot of people around there for like a long time, like on television, too, like Dave Garroway and Arthur Godfrey. They were terrible, but they made millions of dollars because they were like uh, pioneers. You know what I mean? Right. You follow what I'm saying? In other words, they were the first to do what they were doing, which didn't mean they were good. They were just around a long time. Like uh, Arnie Warren, for example, on WGBS. I bet you Ken Maldon come in and tell you about Arnie and Amos. They were pretty famous for about five minutes. WGBS, remember that? 710 on mm-hmm. Brickle Avenue? 710 on the dial. Now, what is 710 now? Radio Mambi? I don't no know. No speaking English. It's like everything else in Dade County. No speaking English, baby. Much bunch of old Julio sitting around listening to that. Fidel, Fidel. Bye. All that other same old tired crap, man. And we're tired of you old uh, Julios, by the way. Go back where you came from. Go back. And Fidel looks like he's making a nice comeback. That's what Hugo Chavez said. He said, Fidel's doing just fine, is what he said. Communista, communista, communista. So I guess they have to, how do you undo like a party in the street? Do you have like an, a non-party, an un-party? Let's have a big un-party this weekend in the streets, like on Fagler Street and all over Sweetwater too, and Hialeah. Even the people who live in Hialeah don't want to go there, you know. I don't blame them. I will use the public bathroom. Now, I'm sure, speaking of Hialeah, at Westland... If they can do the limbo rock there in Hialeah, they'll, they'll use the public restroom, especially at J. C. Penney at the tea room there in Westland. I'm trying to think. I, you know, once upon a time I lived in Hialeah Lakes next to the high school there. Mm-hmm. I told you that, didn't I? Yes, you did. And uh, so I guess I have been in Westland, but I can't think of the last time. It must be about 75, 80, 100 years ago. Is there really a mall? Is there a mall? I mean, in Toronto, it's downtown the Eaton Centre. I mean, that's—I mean, there are plenty of other malls, but that's the mall. You know what I mean? Is there a mall in South Florida that you would say? And don't tell me the Sawgrass, please. I know it's a big tourist trap, and all the Brazilians go there and speak with the list Portuguese and stuff. But is there a mall that's really like a
3: magnet, a magnet? Uh, I don't know. I don't understand the question. Like a magnet, like the mall, the mall. Right. The that's, what did I just get? I would, saying, I would say the Nation? Aventura. or Dadeland.
2: Yeesh. I would say the Aventura. <laughs> Dayland? Are you kidding me? That's in Kendall, for Christ's sake. I know. I know that's, that's
3: where is. he lives. He lives
2: way down there. You still live in Kendall? Way down yonder, beyond. I Do. used to live on 107th Avenue there. He lived right by Metro Sunset, Zoo. Between Sunset and uh, Kendall Drive. Back when there were like five people left who spoke English. I was one of them, though. I lived in... Uh, four, about three now. I beg your pardon? I was in Four Quarters Habitat. You know where that is? No. no. Oh. And then I was in the Horizons, which was uh, down the street a little bit. And then I bought a, a, a townhouse in Towngate right on the corner there. You don't know where these places are? Maybe they're not even there anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then, of course, there was, speaking of the melting pot, there was the original Kendall one there on, on Sunset. And that's still there. Yeah, I know it's still there. And there was also in that same, I think in the same strip shopping center, there used to be a Tacos Ole, was it, or Taco Viva? With a good, with that nice squeeze cheese. Was that Taco Viva? Okay, Yeah. Or Taco Ole.
3: I don't remember. I mean, I remember the existence of Taco Olay. I don't think I ever went in one.
2: I think it was Taco Viva with the nice, that squeezed cheese they put on the burritos. <laughs> that was good. Oh, so much better than Taco Schmack Bell. Although I like Taco Bell. And also in that same strip shopping center on the other side was the original Godfathers, which was a sponsor when I was in WS News. And the only reason I, I'll never forget that place, first of all, the food was so damn good. That was That was good stuff, boy. That Godfather's. It was like, it wasn't like Chicago-style, like Unos and things like that. In fact, we did have Unos, but because people in South Florida, their tastes and their tush, Unos didn't last too long. My pie and Unos, remember those? Mm-hmm. But that Godfather's, and I keep telling you about Javier, who was the young guy, He was about like 24, 23, old enough. And he was uh, he was like the member of the family that came to the station to like, uh, you know, seal the deal, so to speak. And then they all went to jail for a, a bunch of them did. But, boy, I'll never forget Javier, man. He was a fine young gentleman. <laughs> oh, Javier. In fact, I would when I went in there, I'd order my pizza with Javier on it, but it just never worked out. God Almighty. I'll tell you, some of your people, man, some of your people look pretty good to me. Those are the ones I like. I understand. Of course, some of anybody's people, the ones that look mm-hmm. good, those are the ones I are like, I don't really care who's... See, I'm not one of those that ask about their... I don't ask a lot of questions. I'm not interested in your family tree. I don't want to hear about your ancestry, where they came from, how long they lived there, uh, your mama. I don't care about any of that. If you look good and you're ready to rock and roll, all right. That's my. And don't you think that's a healthy attitude? You bet. All right. I'm glad I answered it. I don't really care what you think. 12, <laughs> 12 minutes past noon at QAM. Let's talk some sports, not... America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking.
1: Well, my name is Gary Condon and I am living my worst fear.
7: Because I banged one of my interns and then she went and disappeared. Oh, well, Chandra, they weren't surprised when I... Chandra, hop, hop Chandra, 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 yeah, and about
2: From eighteen five sixty, how Chandra doing? You will see her no mo. And how's uh, Gary Conduit doing? We don't uh, hear anything no, about him at all the way. Gary's Conduit. At any rate, I'm just going to uh, let it all hang out here this afternoon. I'm going to just rip Joe Bell an ass that he deserves. And I'm going to just tell you right now, from now on, from this moment forward, I'm laying the gauntlet down, whatever that means. What does that mean? Are you Is that are like you an serious? Old from medieval times? Yeah, yeah. When you challenge
3: somebody, you throw your
2: glove down. I know him. what it means. It's oh. like cool, man. You go. You're going to start explaining to me stuff well, that you know that you don't know. That's why you know I that said, I know, do you really want to know? Don't make me sound like a doddering old fool because ah, you're trying to get the it's show. A that's a setup. You're trying to get the show. That's why you. I'm not, not going to answer mind.
3: any question you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait.
2: Oh man, but I'll get to that in a second. First, here's some good news. I think. The Florida Senate early today approved its version of a property tax relief package that rolls back city and county taxes while providing extra tax breaks for the first-time homebuyers and business owners. And you know what? Nobody still wants to live there if they've got a brain. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know the one great thing about coming back this last time or any time now, since I'm here most of the time from Amsterdam or Berlin or anywhere I'm visiting? You know the best part of it? What? is that I'm not coming back to South Florida. I'm coming back here to a Mm -hmm. civilized place, a great city with real people and the sun is shining. And it may not be like, you know, boiling in the shade, 180 degrees with 400% humidity, but it's just fine, eh? The vote sets the stage for the House and Senate to immediately begin working out their differences over how to address a brewing property tax crisis that led hundreds of homeowners from across the state to protest outside the Capitol earlier this week. This plan benefits every single property owner in the state, said Senate Majority Leader Dan Webster, Republican of Wintergarden. I think it's pretty awesome, he said. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I know somebody who's awesome. I know a few awesome people. You know who one of them is? Who? Serbian stallion. <laughs> I, better, I better spend the rest of the day on his uh, web page, on uh, uh, his <laughs> uh, profile page. What, what are you laughing about? I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, during the next break, or maybe later on, I don't have time to fart with it during the show. we got a show I'm pretending to do. Mm-hmm. Later on, I'll email you the pictures. All right. Any, and then you'll tell me on Monday whether or not you think he's a fine, you know, all specimen. right Because at, at least with you, you don't have to give me, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just can't deal with that. You show me a real man, and a real man will have an opinion about what any anything or anybody looks like. How, how can you not have an opinion? You know? I'll humor you. If it comes up. What do you mean you'll humor me? Well, I'll generate
3: an opinion if it comes up. Otherwise, you don't really give it a thought.
2: Oh, in other words, I'll, I'll just... Uh, you'll, you'll have an opinion. Uh, all right. The House plan passed yesterday calls for a major cut in local government property taxes. we we'll let voters decide if they want to eliminate property taxes in exchange for an increase in the state's 6% sales tax. Yeah, let's make it 100%. That'll be good for tourism. Let's make the sales tax 100%. So if an item is like twelve it'll cost you $25, uh, 26 bucks. The House pack could ultimately lead to a a 2.5 cent increase in the sales tax, making it the highest state mandated sales tax in the entire U.S., eh? But House leaders are predicting homeowners could ultimately save $35 billion over the next five years. The Senate, which unanimously rejected the House package, calls for a more modest property tax rollback, but would let voters decide whether first time homeowners should get an additional 25 grand homestead exemption for a total of 50 grand, and businesses should get a $25,000 tangible personal property exemption. A Senate probability, uh, portability plan, a oh, porta potty plan. How about would anybody out there go in a porta potty unless you're working on a construction site? Oh, oh don't
3: touch anything except oh, for the soles of your shoes.
2: you know what they have in the streets? Have ever told you this? I'm sure you're, you've probably read about it. What was that speaking of porta potties? They have porta p places. Yeah,
3: I, uh, I have heard
2: that. They have four sides to them. They're like uh, square little things. Out mm-hmm. the, I'm not going to say like in the middle of the main streets, but like on you know around town. And they have urinals and, uh, well, and they go down to holes in the ground. You know, and the guys, if they're out there, and, of course, a lot of boozing going on there. A lot of boozing, baby. And nature is calling. And uh, so, guys, take a leak in uh, these, uh, poor, uh, these uh, urinal places right out there in the middle of And, of course, if you're really clever and you stand around, you can kind of catch a peek every now and then. If they back up real slow. Anyway, a Senate portability plan would also allow longtime homeowners to sell their homes and move to a new house without a major tax hit. Tax savings have been estimated at $11 billion. The House and Senate will now start negotiating their differences in hopes of reaching a tax relief agreement by their scheduled May 4th adjournment. But some people doubt that can be easily accomplished and could force a special legislative session, just like there always seems to have to be to get anything done. Because it's a mugwump state with a mugwump legislature and a mugwump fag governor and mostly mugwump residents, especially on the West Coast. So there you go. 161 votes on our second poll. There you go, Brandon. You wanted it, you got it. The toilet poll. It's right up your alley. Okay, now let me, speaking of right up your alley, let me just say this. And I know, all kidding aside, you believe me, all kidding aside, when I say that? No. no of course not. Because you know better by now, right. after all these hundred years. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just telling you, I am as of this moment, a- as of today, because I feel I feel pretty good. Actually, physically, when I got up this morning, for the first time, I really felt like an old man. Good. Know? Aches and... Good. Good. <laughs> what, what does that mean, <laughs> good? What a bastard, man! He's giving me. Chris is giving me. Uh, Josh, this is <laughs> my little boy, and you're giving me good that I woke up feeling like an old I'm man. I'm just joshing, uh, and no, you're not. <laughs> you're man. Talk about dan-
3: dancing on my grave. Even Sammy Davis would be embarrassed. It's all that fat that's making you feel that way because you put on all that weight. One eighty nine. I'm
2: one eighty nine. That's all not right. so bad for me. That's pretty damn good. I am still a fat slob. Well,
3: ignore me. Continue with your story.
2: No, I, but let me just finish. So I, right. I, I, you know, and like I started, it's not a story. Okay. I just woke up feeling aches and pains. You know how like mm-hmm. old people have arthritis, right? And, right. And now I feel fine. Good. And to me, I sound pretty damn good today. You know, I you sound, sound like this. I sound as good as I have in in 20 years. You sound as pink as Chris looks. Don't start with the pink stuff, okay? You're the I don't pinkest want to get into person that. you've ever seen. Yeah, I've seen pink. I doubt it. Want to bet? <laughs> You just don't know what... Well, at any rate, don't, don't, don't leave me there, okay? Don't okay. leave me down the pink road. You're so full of crap. Anyway, how about Purple uh, Haze? What was That's I saying I'm before sure. you? you? Just keep interrupting. You feel old. I can't get this out. Oh, okay. The fact of the matter is, as of today, and and, and you will notice I don't even have the damn monitor on. And maybe I'll take calls again, and maybe I won't. I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. Because we haven't got... And you know this for a fact. Oh, yeah. We haven't got anybody in management at any level in that building, including the previous, the predecessors in that building, who have a clue about talk radio. They haven't got any idea of what this show is all about, what it takes to do this show, what I need, what you need. They haven't got any idea. So when some fat idiot is running around going, Oh, we need those tapes. The audience wants to hear Neil's voice. Oh, like that. I know I'm dealing with a real bozo, okay? He may be a nice guy, but what he, could, what he knows, you could stick it about this business and about what we do. You could stick it in the thimble and have room for the damn Chinese army left over. And that's not just, that's not just a saying, okay? That's the freaking truth. You'd have to squeeze him in there pretty tight, but I think it would work. He knows nothing. And that's what, exactly what he's contributed to the show. And for this guy to be sending me an email while I'm at Hamsterdam on vacation, sending me an email on my Yahoo, giving me a song and dance about, well, you guys are back up in midday in the trend. Ho, 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 ho. And oh, and March ought to be really gigantic. Based on what? Based on what? Based on what you've done? That George has got to beg to get a toner cartridge for the damn machine that's been sitting there that I paid for out of my own pocket for months and months and months and months and months. And months. That, the, based on that? that we get that kind of input and output and then cooperation, that we get nothing based on the fact that you're willing to sit back on your fat ass along with your partner in crime, Joyce, and Clarence there, and let a half a dozen idiots hijack the phone on the show? That's not going to happen because I'm not going to let it happen. See, the reason I've survived 31 years plus whatever it's been a few days in this market is because I'm a survivor, baby. I know what needs to be done and when it needs to be done. Say whatever you want, okay? Whatever the hell you want, but I'm a man of...
13: Action! That's
2: right. Action to Jackson, baby. That's what we got right now. Speaking of people that talk behind your back. And see, he's not the kind of guy that will ever come to you to your face and say, Oh, gee, it's so much better when you take the calls, Neil, when you're ripping those idiots. Oh, ho, ho, like that. He'll say that around a building behind my back, and then it'll get back to me. You know, I don't give a crap what he says. He's not doing this show. This show. You know what I'm going to be saying? chess I'm doing it, and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I'm going to do just fine, okay? And we'll still have bigger numbers than the horseball sports segments that we got on the station because sports talk, like I've been telling you for many, many months, look, when something is dying, man, you can smell it. The smell of death is in the air. Remember those days when you were, like, choking and gagging, you thought it was the tar on the roof? It's the smell of death at QAM. Neil, this is Randy West, and as per our phone conversation, I talked to Peter North the other day. He tells me your real name is Neil Down. And he still ain't interested.
5: Who sounds like a moron? Time. Every time he
10: speaks. It's the
7: way God wants it to be.
10: Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray can? Ray can. Ray Nagin can, because he wants to make New Orleans taste
7: good.
9: And I don't care
10: what people are saying. like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre Surely God is man. He compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. can. Yes, Nagin can. Ray can because he wants to make the New Orleans taste
7: good.
10: It's time for us
9: to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be Uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate. A chocolate New Orleans.
10: He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll off Juan Valdez. Renegan King. Renegan King. You know I can. Ray Nagin because he wants to make New
2: Orleans taste
7: good. You
8: can't have New Orleans no other
7: way. It wouldn't be New
2: Orleans. It wouldn't be New Orleans unless it was chocolate. Talk about a racist, obnoxious comment. And then, of course, they rewarded him for his incompetence and stupidity by voting him back in again. Nice going, you idiots Ow! in New Orleans. What did I tell you about that place? It was a horrible place before Katrina and before all this other chazarai. St- uh, and it's still a horrible place, only worse now. And what did I also tell you about the movie Southern Comfort? That was all about Louisiana. they done Callie Dumb. Dumb. Good movie, though. It's a great movie. In fact, you know something? I'm going to go out and get it. All right. And the movie, too. Attorney General Alberto VO5 Gonzalez, a real criminal, a real Nazi bastardro, faced heated questions from Republican Senator Arlen Magic Bullet Specter as the Senate Judiciary Committee began a hearing today over firings of eight U.S. attorneys last year. The Pennsylvania senator focused on Gonzalez's contention that he limited involvement in the firings. I bet you got Speedy Gonzalez by Pat Boone. I hope not. Probably. You think? I know I do. Speedy Gonzalez, and as a matter of fact, isn't that to the same tune as that Alien Gonzalez uh, thing? I think so. Alien. That's where you got it. Yeah, that's it. I'll get back to the sounds in a like the
3: bit, but it's not.
2: This it sounds just like the uh, the Book of
3: Brian bit, but it's not. What do you mean?
2: I walked alone.
3: Oh, you did that. Adobe
2: yeah. Well, where do you think it came Suddenly, from? I thought it was where I was I playing. Oh, there's oh, Pat Boone.
3: Yeah. Fired. Oh, did he sing or what, huh? But no. he sure no. looked. There it is. There's
2: a right-wing jackass. Oh, yeah, you're right. The bohem mm. brand but so much better. As usually the case. Just like the Mo and oh, yeah. So much better than the original. Here we go. Hey, hey. You better come home, Speedy Gonzales. Oh, how bad go is away that? Away from Tenerys. P.D. Gonzalez, what a Stop all of your drinking, You hear the way he said that? that yeah, yeah. That enough? That's more than enough. He was sure pretty, though, for about five minutes, Pat Boone. Mm-mm. Uh, the Pennsylvania senator focused on Gonzalez's contention that he had limited involvement in the firing. Spectre went through a list of meetings Gonzalez attended where the topic was discussed, then asked, you think it's honest to say that you only had limited involvement? You bastard, you Gonzalez later replied, it was limited involvement, and he said the discussions of U.S. attorneys such as Carol Lamb from Southern California were only part of his job as U.S. attorney. She was one of those who lost her job. He said, any talks about Lamb with senior staff stem from complaints he had received about her performance. Spectre pressed Gonzalez on earlier statements concerning the extent of his involvement in the firings. I'm asking you, do you prepare for your press conference, Spectre said? Were you prepared when you said you weren't involved in any deliberations? Senator, I've already conceded I misspoke at that press conference, Gonzalez replied there was nothing intentional. Right. Later, the unctuous Nazi Senator Sam Brownback, Republican of Kansas, a real card-carrying fascist, asked Gonzalez to concisely run down the reasons for the dismissal of each of the prosecutors. The Attorney General listed reasons from office management and morale for the handling of the death penalty case as he went through the instances. Early in his opening statement, Gonzalez apologized to the eight-fired prosecutors and their families, saying they deserve better from me and the Department of Justice, which they served for many, many years. Absolutely correct, sir. As far as Alberto is concerned, overall, only 28% of Americans view him favorably, and a third have an unfavorable view. That's Alberto VO5 Gonzalez. Little Nazi bastardo and liar, and treacherous and dangerous. He ought to be, on, uh, he ought to be in federal prison right now. Along, of course, with his partners in crime. Right, the lot of them. The whole lot. And Trent Lott. Give yeah. him back. Give the, the pom back them. and put him back in there, too. Just for old times' sake. Can't get you off the hook, pal, even for old times' sake. That's, that's a great scene. Can you get me off the hook, Tom? For old times' sake. Can't do it, Sal. He is so cool, Robert Duvall, you know? Mm-hmm. No matter what role he plays in, if there's one actor in the last 50 years I would describe as cool, it would be him. Am I right, will you give me a big argument about that? No,
3: I'm thinking about arguing, but uh, so far not. Well, good. Good choice, if you want to be in that will.
2: Ooh. Let's see, here's the pool.
3: <laughs> I'll be able to get some new dentures when that money comes in.
2: <laughs> oh, Hey, that's the one good thing. I still got all my teeth, right? Which is not good, because that means a lot of trips to the dentist. You know, I flossed <coughs> yesterday. Why did I floss? Where did I, oh, I don't see know. That? Maybe you were Oh, bored? you know that show that show that they were, uh, had on, on the weekend with uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta about eating like two lettuce leaves a day and living uh, 500 years? Okay. Um, the, one of the things they mentioned, and I keep hearing about that a lot, because gum health, haven't I told you, that keeping your gums healthy has got a lot to do with heart health? Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't make any sense, but it's true. And so they said that flossing every day is a good for you. And I flossed yesterday, and then I woke up this morning feeling like 400 years old. I don't know if I want to do that again. Do you floss your teeth? No, I have
3: uh, big gaps between my teeth so I don't have to.
2: You have big gaps between your teeth? Huge, I never noticed that gaps.
3: I know that's I never Why smile. Is that? It's just the way my teeth are. I have gappy teeth and um, so I don't smile a lot because of it and I don't floss. Oh, I thought you didn't smile it. a lot
2: because of your uh, wife's situation and where you work. All that too. Oh. I would use a public bathroom. 194 votes on this. Only for emergencies 108. Wow, that's passed everything. It's passed like a gas. Like they were standing still, only for emergencies, 108. That's interesting. Anytime, 58, 6, yeah. you got to go, you got to go. What are you so uptight about, okay? Only if it's clean, 20. Only if it's clean. I'll go in and inspect. And if there's like any schmutz anywhere, I'm I'm running out of there. I'm having the runs. Reminds me of that uh, Vinnie's. Uh, Isn't that amazing? I can remember the name of that restaurant. I never can think of it. That goes to show you how all of a sudden I'm making a big comeback today. I don't know what it's all about. I think that's because you're doing a show tomorrow. I'm getting the hell out of here. I think that might have something. That I doubt it, though. Or maybe it's because I just had such a great time in Hamsterdam, you think? Maybe. Vinnie's. Remember I told you about the sliding mm-hmm. toilet seat? Oh, yeah, there's that kid again from uh, Virginia Tech, the one at uh, Zach Petkowitz. He's not the real good-looking one, but he looks kind of human, considering it's Virginia Tech. Uh, only if it's clean, 20. Only if it's empty, 4. I never go in public restrooms, 3, and I can only use my own bathroom, 3. Hundred ninety nine. You do realize that there are people who can't even pee in a public restroom. I, I didn't, didn't realize know?
3: that. Let me think about feeling sorry for them.
2: Well no, it's not it's not something they choose, it's just it's it's a phobia. They just yeah. can't uh they can't get the dribble going, man. Yeah, yeah. Get like... over
3: it, nutbag, that's my uh comment to them. And their phobias.
2: That sounds awfully insensitive to me, well, but I think you have a good point. Too bad. Let me say it again. <laughs> I think See, he won't even let me agree with him. That, that's how ornery and surly he <laughs> is. Because, which, who the hell wants to agree with you? But I, I would agree, you know. Get over it is right. Just uh, do your business and get on with life, and quit being such a wuss. Oh, there's that Cho guy again. He's got that angry look. The U.K., the public will look at themselves and their gun-toting friends in the face. The UK, the about how to in the face. Think how hard they, they, view, how State how State. About they view gun control in the U.S., says Robert from the U.K. That's right, Robert. You've got a good point there. But how come you're so freaking constipated, you silly British... <laughs>
13: Michael Eisner. Two rings, Eisner. It took you two rings to answer. What are you doing over there? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I just couldn't reach the phone. Oh, I couldn't enough. reach the phone. One ring, Eisner. We've been over this. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Get on the ball over there. Okay, so what are you sorry. all hung over out with your mighty dicks? Who, sir? The hockey kids. Oh, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Oh, what a successful story uh, that's been Oh, whatever. Sell it. Sell it? Sell what? that team. They're terrible. Sir, they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. What does that mean? Well, they're in the championship of the national... Ah, uh, save it. I'm not in the sports anyway. I'm more of a porn mouse. Porn mouse? Forget about the Ducks. It's a stupid name anyway. Who came up with it? Well, uh, I, I did, sir. We remember we had oh, that Oh, terrible. National and I see you hanging out with that straight brim on your head. You look like a moron next to Charlie Sheen. No, 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 that was Emilio Estevez, the star the of the Mighty Same kid, Ducks. it's the same kid, terrible. The Mighty Ducks, I mean, they really are entertaining. It's a I great family value. I don't care about the dick. Uh, what? Hang on a minute. Oh, y- yes, sir. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you, Remus? I'm
9: uh, not feeling well, boss.
13: You're almost white.
9: Yeah, I'm pale, boss.
13: Oh, I had some bad Chinese. Some
9: bad Chinese? Yeah, met her downtown, boss. Ling.
13: Ling's a panda.
9: Whatever, boss.
13: I've got to go. Oh, get away from me. You oh. stink like a brewery. Oh. My good God. Oh, come on. I sir? Yes, sir. Well, things are going very well over here. You know, we have the Mighty Ducks in the Stanley Cup Finals. Terrible. Sell them. And we also have the Finding Nemo movie, which is doing very, yeah, very Andy well. Yeah, Finding Nemo, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Why do I have a check for $4 million on my desk and the thing made $70 million? What kind of deal do we have with Pixar? Well, we sort of... Revis! Oh, no! Did you do it? I think
9: I pooped myself off.
13: You pooped yourself? Get out of the office, will ya? My oh my! My oh my! What a gross. horrible day! Oh, I need a stick up in here, Eisner. Uh, yes, sir. Repeat after me. I uh, I am, am an idiot. An idiot. Goodbye, Eisner. Okay, well, well, sir, would you like tickets for the Mighty Ducks? I told you to sell the dicks. Ducks? Change the name of that thing, anyway. Well, oh, change the name. Yeah, we gotta keep it. Make it the the Mises. Mises? What are Mises? Mises! More than one mouse! Isn't that just mice? Yeah? Are you correcting me? No, no, no sir. Say that's good I hear
9: you stink! I can't even walk,
2: both I always like Mighty Mouse a lot better than Mickey Mouse anyway. 12:47, to to one at 560 WQM. Does anybody remember Mighty Mouse?
3: Sure. You want to hear his, uh, his tunes? Oh, sure. His tunes? You mean there was like more than one? I don't know. The one that I know of.
9: Here I come to save the day. Kay. That means that mighty mouse is on the now, mighty way. had like a, a yellow yeah, outfit
2: with a red cape, right? Okay. Mighty no, mouse maybe yeah, that sounds right. Oh well, you can Google it and I'm sure there would I be guess. a picture of Mighty Mouse. Eh? I'm sure I'm gonna make the effort to do that. Um well right. I got the situation well in hand right now. Yeah, I bet you do. Two hundred and eighteen votes on the poll. Let's get back to our important stuff. Oh, this is uh, depressing. It's just as easy to purchase guns in Florida as Virginia, as both are among the most lenient states. When it comes to limiting the sale of firearms, gun control advocates said yesterday in the wake of the murderous rampage at Virginia Tech. Indeed, buying guns can be easier in Florida because it has no restriction on the number of weapons that can be bought at one time. Well, I'll take a whole bunch. About 30, man. Yeah, give me 30 guns. Give me a couple of Uzis and a couple of 45s and a couple of 22s and a couple of 357 Magnums. Give me a Magnum of Meisterbrow. Making it a popular shopping location for gun traffickers. At Zach Ragborn, spokesman for the Brady Campaign to prevent Gun Violence. That's by the way, uh, Jim Brady, not Tom Brady or even uh, Brady Quinn. Virginia, on the other hand, permits only one gun to be purchased within a 30-day About 30, man. period. Florida has laws on its books that we find very troubling, Ragborn said. They make it much more difficult for the state to have gun control. I wonder what your governor thinks about that. He probably likes a nice piece. Anyway, Ragborn's group gives Florida an F-plus on its gun control report card compared to a C-minus for Virginia. An F-plus. I give Florida an F-minus. Still, Virginia's laws are considered overly lax by some because it has no waiting period for gun sales, although it does require a background check that uses a nationwide database. Florida requires a three-day wait and background checks and allows counties to extend that to five days as Dade County is done. Likely, none of these restrictions would have stopped Virginia Tech student Cho Shuang Hui from killing 32 people and himself Monday. The reason, the gun purchases were made long before the shooting attacks began. He had plans. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Cho bought a Glock 9 millimeter and a box of ammo for 571 bucks from a gun store in Roanoke, Virginia, a horrible place. Five weeks ago, he is thought to have purchased a Walther 22 caliber semi-automatic pistol in February. Both transactions appear to be legal in the good old U.S., eh? In any case, the worst on-campus bloodbath in American history has restarted the national debate on gun control, with some arguing that more people equipped with firearms on the Virginia Tech grounds might have cut short Cho's Killing Rampage. Oh, yeah, the right-wing gun nuts. If everybody would have just been armed, they'd have shot his ass right. Oh, if there had been armed people on campus when he walked into the first classroom, maybe four or five people would have shot at him. It would be over. Nick Lipschultz, owner of PAR Firearms and Supplies on West Palm Beach, said, Nice going, Nick. You nut job. Lipschultz, who said he sells hundreds of guns each year to law-abiding people, said criminals will gain access to firearms no matter how many gun control laws are imposed. I've never seen a bad guy in my story, he said. Criminals buy guns on the streets. They don't obey laws, so passing more laws is not the answer. Gun control advocates disagree. John Vernick, co-director of the Johns Hopkins Center for Gun Policy and Research in Baltimore, said nationwide there are almost 30,000 gun-related deaths per year, or about 80 per day. 80 a day. Florida's got almost 2,000 gun-related deaths per year, or on an average of more than five a day, according to the National Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta. It's a disease, all right. It's called gun sickness. Obsessed with guns and shooting and killing and maiming and wounding and destroying lives. And Yes, we should be talking about ways to prevent mass shootings like this, Vernick said, but we should also be talking about ways to stop all other gun deaths every day. What an excellent point. What a concept. We're going to be doing that? No. No. Vernick said the real problem is with unregulated gun sales generally made in private transactions or in the black market. In those cases, states have no way to conduct background checks. It's estimated that about 40% of all gun transactions in the U.S. are through private sales, so that's just a gaping loophole in gun sale laws, he said. While some states' gun laws are loose, others are stringent, such as those in New Jersey and Maryland. He said New Jersey requires an arduous background check for paying a gun license, and Maryland's got a seven-day waiting period. Meanwhile, the Florida House Committee quashed a bill yesterday that would have forced businesses to allow employees to keep guns locked in their cars and company parking lots. The NRA backed the bill. Oh, well, if the NRA backed it, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, whatever you want. yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, Because the NRA runs America, and you people know that. Bunch of crazed gun nuts. Although Representative Baxter Troutman, Republican winner, have asked that a vote be postponed and led to the tragedy on Monday, the House Environmental and Natural Resources Council defeated the bill 10 to 4. Part of your job is to vote on difficult issues, and sometimes that's hard to avoid, said Representative Stan Mayfield, Republican of Vero Beach, who voted against legislation. Oh, they defeated it 10 to 4. The bill has failed for two consecutive years in Florida. See, that story didn't make any sense the way I read it, and you know what? Too bad. I'm under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. I don't know why, but I'll come up with an idea. 231 votes on our toilet poll. I mean, I just, I just don't, you know, I mean, when you go into a store, for example, you go into a... Like like convenience stores don't have toilets, but fast food joints do. So if you're like convenience going on a highway, stores do, do what convenience stores do? Get out of that's here! One of the convenience stores have
3: toilets. It'd be a very inconvenient store if it didn't have one. Let me tell you.
2: Maybe for the help, but not for like the customers. All right. You you've seen a convenience store like a uh, you float em? Maybe that's why they named it that. Yeah. You float them.
3: Well, I mean they're they're one and the same with gas stations anymore. Oh, I see They what have you're come saying. together.
2: If they have a, a, a gas station. A lot of Even if they don't. A lot of don't have gas stations. 7-Eleven, most of them don't have a gas station. Some Even if they don't. Do, most of them don't. Even if they don't. Well, I, I think that's important news to know. Yeah. Like on NBC, they always say, the more you know, and then they come on with some mm-hmm. stupid fact like, you know, two is more than one. The more you know, aren't we smart at NBC, yeah. Keith Oberman really pisses me off. I don't want to get back on that. I must think again, but the more I think about it, it just frosts my ass. Then that idiot that called here yesterday gave me, a, oh, well, I'mus is a racist off here. You know what? He's entitled to be as racist as he wants to be. This whole politically crap, bull crap, crap this hypocritical bunch of garbage. Who wrote the really good article? Ted Rawl that I read toward the end of the show. Right. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Leave it to Ted, baby. He knows his crap. Where's that article by Robert? Oh, yeah, wait till you hear this one. Wait till you hear this, which I'll save for after the break. U.S. evangelicals aim to influence European law. I got news for you, all you farbisinagoyim out there. You're you're whistling down the old Dixie Highway, man. You're dreaming. You're whistling past the graveyard. There's another good expression. What does that mean? Whistling past the graveyard. I I don't know. Is that like farting in a windstorm? I guess maybe.
3: We could speculate.
2: You ever fart in a windstorm? That's something to try. It ought to be a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure, because I've been in some windstorms. Oh, there Neil goes talking about farting again. I bet you Joe's not too happy about that. He's probably on the way to one of his lunches, you know? Anybody that can keep an ass that big, keep that size, you know, maintain it. It's got to be eating several lunches every day. One thing about Joe Bell, Jolly Joe, man, he's all ass. Just ask me, I'll tell you. 242 votes on our second poll, which means, what do we have on the first one, Chris? 1356... And what? 242. Boy, if we had two almost more 1,600. Votes. What is it? Yeah, almost 1,600. 1,598. Holy moly, rat man! Let me click that baby again. 2,43. 1,599. The next vote will be 1,600, and we still got an hour to go on this horseball show. How do you like that? That will be monumental. The next person who votes on this poll, what do we need? Oh, we got 2,45 now. We're over. 1,601. Even Chris, even as uh, hostile as he is today for whatever reason, woke up on the wrong, side of, the wrong sides of bed. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Is that what it is? You'll be okay uh, tomorrow. That's because I'm not going to be here. George will be here. <laughs> two-hour! That's taking up for
7: the station. is out to get our ratings billed. A lawyer for a
1: corporation. Of deadbeats that don't pay their bills. Oi, Faith, she took the parts away. That joy bitch bitch, that stinking nasty bitch. Like Heather Wilson, a corrupted. Blue as dirty words are. Claims to be an attorney, but then she stopped to drink or pass the bar. Oi, Faith, Tells us what to say That Jason's face that rotten smelly bitch She's
8: unqualified
1: Don't know crap from radio On a mission from Christ To murder the
7: meal Rogers show
8: I saw her
1: swinging with her husband In a full fire swing club On the pool table, she's able Take
7: them all
1: on one by one. Oh my God. Oh, they just sent that bitch away, that choicest bitch,
2: that stinking, skanky bitch. We hate you, Joyce. And by the way, I just figured out it's a trifecta, man. The evil trifecta. You know how the asses of evil that uh, your president was talking about right. once upon a time? The asses of evil. We got our own asses of evil, a triple J club. Jolly Joe, Joyce, and Josh Darrow. How do you like that? How do you like that? The end right? the, the answer the is, I don't. The triad. The evil triad, baby. See, I have to say Josh Dero, because if I say just Josh, they'll say, Oh, he's picking on Josh Cordes now, just because, you know, I wouldn't do that. He's my, what is he, my little boy? Your love monkey. 261 votes on the new poll, which means we got way over 1,600 today. thats I mean, we cheated, of course. We not only had two polls, but the first one we started, what, six months ago or something like that? But that's okay. Maybe there ought to be an investigation. I I don't know what it is, but I feel so much better not having even wasted one phone call. Did I take one early on? I don't think so, did I? I don't think you did. I'm very positive I did not. If you did, I forgot. Well, most of them are pretty forgettable. Anyway, let's get to this uh, very sad news. And, of course, it's almost laughable having just come back from Amsterdam and from, you know, places, and even here, like where civilized people generally seem to rule and the religious nuts. You know, there are some of them around, but generally speaking, they're giving the old <coughs> raspberry. Erlangen, Germany. For the past two months, the Busekros family has been fighting a court battle to regain custody of their 15-year-old daughter, Melissa. German police took her from her home here and placed her in a psychiatric ward. The reason she was being homeschooled, which violates Germany's compulsory education law. I think that's a fine idea. Melissa's plight has struck a chord with U.S. evangelicals, who often see homeschooling as a way to instill Christian values, a.k.a. brainwashing with nonsense, with hazarai. American evangelical groups have rushed to the family's aid, providing legal counsel and lobbying the German parliament. Many American Christians have reached out to the Boussacros family who now have two wicker baskets stuffed with hundreds of letters from supporters. Two wicker baskets. Isn't that exciting? It reminds us that we're not alone, that there are people standing behind us and giving us the strength to fight, said Melissa's mother, Gudrun. The Boussacros case is emblematic of the growing effort by U.S. Glam, Christian legal organizations, to take the so-called culture war overseas pushing back against a perceived assault on their values by an increasingly secular society, thank God. The groups are striving to influence European law, on issues ranging from homeschooling to stem cell, stem cell research to gay marriage, of course. A few recent examples include these. In Britain, the Alliance Defense Fund, the ADF, an organization founded by American evangelical leaders, is funding a lawsuit brought in by a Christian man who was fired for refusing to work on Sunday. It's also helping to develop a legal strategy in the case. In Sweden, ADF played a key role in persuading the Supreme Court there to dismiss charges against Aki Green. I wonder if he's kin to Aki Berg. He used to play for the Leafs. stunk. Dismiss charges against Aki Green. A pastor was convicted of hate crime charges after he uh, delivered a sermon in which he called gays a deep cancerous tumor in the entire society. In Sweden, no less. In Aruba and the Czech Republic... Pat Robertson's legal organization, the American Center for Law and Justice, ACLJ, helped defeat bills that would have legalized same-sex unions. In France, in your pants, ACLJ affiliate, the European Center for Law and Justice, is staging a legal challenge against an anti-sect law that says it's being used to clamp down evangelical Christian churches. And on the European Union level, ECLJ is lobbying to block funding for embryonic stem cell research. So it's not bad enough that the, the god squad, the lunatics, the maniacs, the flat earth society, it's not bad enough that they're poisoning the air in America and creating more brainwashed lunatics. That's not bad enough. Now they want to export it to a Europe. And you know what most of the Europeans are going to tell them? You know what they're going to say? What? Coxsahoyes. That's what they're going to say. And, of course, the are going not understanding either, they're going to say, oh, thank you, have a nice day, or whatever. They're going to, Who knows what they're going to say. Pathetic. Just pathetic. See, that's one good thing. Except in New York City, most GoYim don't understand too much Yiddish unless they listen to the legendary Neil Rogers show. That's why this is a tremendous service that we provide here, speaking Yiddish on the radio in South Florida, where all the old Jews are probably dead now anyway, or moved to Boca. And they hate me like poison in the first place. Now, what's that all about? Mm. That used to be my audience. And then, of course, I started picking on them because of their aberrant, grotesque, unacceptable behavior. And the whole early bird mentality and the fact that they were like uh, opening up their neighbor's mail and doing grotesque, unacceptable things and screaming about their neighbor's grandkids coming and visiting, but if their own grandkids came and visited and tore the condo apart, it was okay. Stuff like that. All of these, All of these things. things. And then they decided I was a bad guy. Now I'm an old fart, and guess what? I'm not like them. I'm still am not like that. I'm never going to be like that. If I thought I was going to be one of those commando, uh, condo commando types, I'd, I'd pull a choke right now i go out and kill a bunch of people and blow my brains out. Would you be a condom commando? I'd be a condo commando. That's correct. Or a condom commando. 271 votes on our second poll of the day. I would use a public bathroom only for emergencies, winning way ahead of everybody else. 143. Why, why is that? Why does it have to be? See, I don't understand emergency. I mean, I know a real emergency. You know what I mean? I mean, there's mm-hmm. having it to go and then there's like, oh, I mean, you know, no holding back now. Like Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose said, it's too late to turn back now. Uh oh. You got that? You know it. Do you? I think you've played it in the past. That's, that's a Probably. good song. I'd say about 1972, 71, 72. There it is. A medley of their Smash Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. It wasn't like a bunch of brothers, it was just 72. Oh, that's what I said in the first place, 72. And then i like, covered my ass by saying 71, 73, 70, you know, give or take, 15 or 20 years. What a nice talk. You know, not too tight. Sometimes too tight is not good.
1: Happy-headed old.
2: That's right. Well, they're not too tight. How do you know? I will only use I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to go there. Then you're going to start <laughs> playing music by Pink again. I will use a public bathroom only for emergencies, 143. Anytime, eighty-four. Anytime is obviously the answer for sane people. I mean, you got to go. Just go on in there, and have a good time. That's all. Tidy up a little bit. Don't leave a big mess behind. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> Calm when the party starts. That sucks. I would use a public bathroom only if it's clean. Twenty-nine. That's right. If you go in there, it's like, oh my god. And if you walk in the door and it smells like a toilet in there, I'd run right out. If you ever gone into a public bathroom and you say, oh man, it smells like crap in here? I'm not surprised. Only if it's clean. <laughs> and I have, I have done that. And I think to myself, "Well, where are you, you moron? You silly old fag. I would use the public bathroom only if it's clean 31. Only if it's empty 8. If there's nobody else around, I'll sneak in there and do my business and race right out. I never go in public bathrooms 4. And I will only use my own bathroom 3 out of 278. I'm telling you, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, not a lot. What percentage we got? About 2.5% that are very, uh, very picky about where they're going to do the business. And I still say, no matter what anybody would tell me, using your own tea room at the house is so much preferable. Like, for example, there in that radio station. Now, that's a place that nobody, I mean, in their right mind, you know what? And, of course, you go there every morning at least once, sometimes two, three, 15, 20 times. Am I right? Right. I, I was never crazy about I mean, obviously, there were times when nature was calling, especially with all the damn food that we used to eat there all the time. But uh, it's just uh, not that good. Hey, uh, the love monkey himself is here. And who's that? Oh, You're little You're a little your little boy. Your little boy. Your little boy is there. You know, let me say this to you, okay? This afternoon at 2 o'clock, I'm going to sit down and write you out a check, put it in the mail. Now, what's the story with your dog? What kind of operation does he need to just make that up?
4: He's got a uh, swollen salivary gland in his neck. No, I didn't make that up. He's got a swollen salivary gland? Yeah. yeah. You think yeah. I'd make that up? Yeah. By the you way... Know, uh, I, I'm not wrong, right? I, I I didn't write that to be like, give me a check. You, you read, I, I said if I'm wrong, correct me.
2: Well, are you like on like a regular um, I'm pre-
4: schedule? Well, well usually, usually I get one every three months.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you've got to spoil.
4: Whenever I feel like it.
2: I, I think <laughs> what happened is Josh heard I mentioned yesterday I got my IRS tax refund That's check. That's what in it was. <laughs>
4: no, I missed that actually.
2: Yeah, they had have you been trashing
4: me today? Because I haven't been able to listen. No, I'm not. Walk in, in fact, in uh, everybody starts laughing my, when I walk in. Chris
2: called you my little boy.
4: <laughs> and I all right, just all right I'm leaving. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't blame you. In fact,
2: I am too. Yeah, but George called you his love monkey. Yeah, and George has been saying you know, all these grotesque things. And, and why I have no idea, I think they're jealous. I think they're getting. And, and I did you a favor, by the way. There was another one of those phony profiles on MySpace that had your picture on it. I, I deleted it yesterday. Or blocked it or to someone. I, I I just made it vanish. Well, what is that all about? Why do all these guys keep using your picture on their phony profile? Maybe they want to get in your will. Josh,
4: was he gone? Well, he's no, he's not, just here. He's Mike not by you. Mike. Uh, I don't know. What can I say? Should I be flattered? They want to be you. Is that it? Yeah, I got a pretty good life, you know.
2: Maybe they want a piece of that Russian girlfriend you got. Hey, it's yeah, not I online. Bet on that. I bet dibs. On that. Yeah. That's I already scary. called it. I mean, with all due respect, I don't think they really want to be you. That, that's not a shot. I mean, there would be nothing wrong with being you, but I wouldn't mind being you because only because I'd be like 41 years younger. Oh, God, if I had 41 more years and knew what I know now. You know, that, that's what everybody always says. If I was only uh, 20 again and knew what that, you know. But of course, it doesn't work that way. Because when you're 20, you think you know everything and you really don't know much of anything. And then, of course, years later, you find out, oh, geez, if I'd only uh, done this and done that and done this one and whatever. But you're doing okay. So I'll take care of that today. You don't, have to, you don't have to be bashful, okay? If you want some of that IRS money, it's all in the bank already. You want some of that right. reverend money. That's right. I'll send you a nice... Uh, all right, so nice just check. put another zero in that case then. I just got a really good idea. How about putting all zeros? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, how about that? <coughs> you know, there's oh. a little expression. There's a game show that used to be on called Press Your Luck. And that's what I think you're doing right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't push my luck, okay? So, I'll take care of you. And, and So, is this a serious thing, your dog's operation, or is this like. Um, kind of routine? You know, he's not, like, his life isn't in
4: danger, but uh, well, like that's I, what I'm talking I about. had to take it to get drained twice, and the guy was. Oh,
2: geez, you shouldn't have said
4: that. The guy was like, the only, he's like, you can keep coming back here every month. You had to, to get drain it drained twice? Oh, but that guy only, that's
2: got the hospital out there, he's probably getting emotional hearing you say that. The only
4: way to get rid of it is uh, to have a little surgery, so, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah. And how much is the surgery? Uh, $1,200. Oh, no problem. I'll cover it. Well, just say, if you send me your check, I got it, man. I got that. I'll cover it.
4: Dude, you're very nice. Thank you.
2: Well, what's wrong with that? That just goes to show you what kind of a great guy I am. A mensch for all seasons. That is right. I'll take care of it. I can handle it. Now, and what's your story? Uh, what did you say? Something about um, your gland is swollen or something? My story? No, I'm talking to Joshua still. Oh. He said his gland was swollen.
0: All right, it always is.
2: What? Look at I that. said it's 114 at 560 WQM. Get out of here if you want. If you value that check, it's almost, it's almost written now, man. It is written. Remember what it says in the, in the good book? It is written. Somewhere it says that.
11: You get a lot of it! <laughs> Rogers on Sports Hole Radio, WQAM.
9: Who is this man you have brought before me? His name
12: is Jesus. He says he's king of the Jews. (laughs) Step forward,
9: Mr. Jesus, king of the Jews. Oh, look what you've done! You've got your chocolate in my peanut butter. What have you say for yourself?
6: You, my son, have got your peanut butter in my chocolate.
5: For
9: this... You shall be crucified!
5: A man that punishes another man without tasting his airs is a
6: man who reacts with haste. Well,
9: then allow me to... Mm. Hey,
6: Mm.
9: this is quite good.
6: Mm.
5: And mine mm, is of great deliciousness as well.
9: I think we're on to something here. The delicious taste of chocolate... And peanut butter. Two great tastes that taste great together. Cheese peanut, peanut butter cups. Oh.
2: 119, man. I can't stand peanut butter and candy. I cannot stand it. It makes me want to caca. I just can't deal with it. Caca. Yeah, like Reese's peanut butter cup. Let's, you know what I do like, and I don't see them anywhere anymore. Well, oh, let's not get started on candy again. Please. Mallow cups. Yeah. Aren't they're around? Great? Yeah. They are?
8: Get out yeah, of here. Yeah,
2: unfortunately. Not here they're not. Good. Mallow cups, they got that nice creamy marshmallow inside, real hard chocolate on the outside. And then they got that nice marshmallow on the inside. Mmm. Now, that would be good to, like, heat up in the, uh, and nuke it a little bit, you know? Get all the chocolate mm-hmm. melted into that marshmallow. And then, like, put that on some Rocky Road ice cream, two or three of them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? <clears throat> that would be. Nauseating. Now, why can't we do these things? See, if Dr. Gupta is such a freaking expert there on CNN, which he makes me want to puke... Uh, why doesn't he tell us how we can do these things without getting fat and diabetic and really sick and dying and really enjoy it? Because, you know, there's some people, they can take it or leave it when it comes to food, you know. Yeah, not too many people, but there's some like that. Can't stand those people. Oh, I'm just not a food person, you know. Kind of people you have to almost force to eat like Karen Carpenter, that kind of thing. And then there are the rest of us who are basically gluttonous, who if you know, I mean, I could probably eat a gallon of ice cream in a sitting. If, if, I, if I weren't inhibited by my diabetes and the fact that it would probably give me a stroke and kill me, I could probably do it. I'm just, I'm just admitting it, okay? It takes a big man, really big, maybe as big as the hunter. How much ice cream do you think he could pack away? I don't think, I don't know. I mean, the only time I ever had dinner with Hank, I think, was at Pompano Park one time. I believe. I mean, there may have been other occasions, but I think that's the only one I can remember. And I, I don't recall him being a dessert guy. I think he's more like a meat and potatoes kind of guy. A lot of it. You know what I mean? Like a yeah, lot of I'm meat and a lot be. of potatoes and a lot of maybe like pasta. Basta la pasta, maybe. It's bad for diabetics. Basta la pasta. That's another good reason not to become diabetic. A little lecture from Grandma Neal on the air right here now. Don't do it. Can you imagine giving up pasta and pizza? And, and what about mm. Chris there? You're going to be diabetic if you don't cut the crap.
3: He might be already.
2: Are you? No. How do you know that? Do you know what your blood sugar is? Because when I went to the doctor, he didn't say I was diabetic or close to it. Mm. Did he take your blood sugar? Did they do blood tests? Correct. And what, what's your blood sugar? I don't remember. That was, See, uh, this, uh, this is what bothers me about America, boys and girls. This is one of the million things that bothers the living crap out of me. Now... You know, ordinarily, or a guy your age, what are you, about 30-ish? 31. 31. Ordinarily, a guy 31 wouldn't probably worry about going to the doctor and getting a you know blood test for his blood sugar and all these other things. But in your case, having been gigantic, I mean fat for a long time, and now still being fairly, I would say, hefty. Would that be a good way to put it? By the way, wasn't that nice to me to uh, cover that thing for Josh Cortez? That was, that that was, was very, very nice. nice of you. Yeah. And and you know I'm going to do it. Of course. I'm going to put the extra nice. couple of in there so I can cover. Well, it's not so much for him, it's for his little dog, you know. Not so little dog. What, what if it was for his cat? If it was for his cat, I would tear the check up right now. I haven't even written it yet. I'd throw my checkbook out the window if it was for a cat. Do you, do you think that I would help uh, a guy spend money for a cat? In addition to which, what kind of a guy would he be if he had a cat? How about a good Kit Kat? Mm-hmm. we got a good bit on that, but we can't play it anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's called uh, "What Would You Do for a Schmidt Cat." Mm-hmm. It's still in there, as a matter of fact. Oh, there's those Shirley Q liquor bits. We never, I never play. And you want to know why? They're long and uh, not that they're good. Not funny. Oh, well, wait a minute. Here's. Uh... I don't think I can find that uh, Schmidt Cat. Really? Although I do Maybe have that. <laughs>
7: What's the name of that thing, it's including both
2: the suds in the bath. Right on. What's important to a man? Yeah, well, we don't want to hear what's important to this man. Anyway, 305 votes on the poll. So you had 305, you got uh, 1661. You know what we're going to get? We're going to get 1,700 today. And I guarantee, I will guarantee, even though we're doing a lot like, kind of half-assed, you know. We're cheating a little bit, a little creative uh, arithmetic here. What's wrong with that? I think we're reprimanded, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. We just made that up. I just made it up. And like I said before, since I'm the one that's making the rules up on the show, not Jolly Joe Bell or certainly that jackass Clarence who says to George, couldn't you talk some sports on the air when you're doing the show? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I know you wouldn't make something like that up, but I still find it hard to believe you said that. was a that. long time ago. What, about six weeks? Yeah. Now, how long ago
3: was that? Years. That was when I was still doing the show with Joe. And he said to you that you should be talking sports. Not, not in those words. When we were discussing what I do talk about, he said, but not yeah, sports. Yeah, don't talk
2: about religion because that said, offends a lot of people. But not sports. And sports said, no, would be offensive to people sports. hearing about the 285-pound linebacker from the West uh, Punxsutawney State who's got uh, a big uh, bulbous uh, growth on his nose or whatever the hell that's all about. See, what they don't realize is that, you know, so the NFL draft's coming up on May. What is it, Saturday the 28th, whatever the hell it is? Correct. Uh, once that's over with... Uh, nobody cares anymore because it's a long way to Tipperary. Isn't that where Bush was speaking today at some uh, at Tony Tipperary, some horseball place? And they're all sitting there, oh, Mr. President, you're such a murderer and a. And whatever. Yeah. Pathetic. That's America for you, man. Bunch of lemmings. 26 past one. We're going to start talking sports on this show. Not. I'll tell you that right now. The day that we start talking sports on this show will be over my dead body, over my ashes in a shoebox. Speaking of sports, I hope that uh, your boy Doug McLean got fired in Columbus. You know, it's funny because the rim man. Did I tell you? Remember, called here uh, a couple of weeks ago. No, you didn't. Well, that, that, maybe that's why I was a little bit down there for a few days. I think it was the day before I went away on vacation. And wouldn't you know it? He, he could he could spoil a wet dream, that guy. Anything he could just screw it up. Oh well, Doug's going to find out if uh, you know Doug McLean got fired in Columbus, which means they're going to pay him off. But boy, he sure did. Did they make the playoffs? No, no. no. Did they stink? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's get some more old guys like Sergey Fedorov in here. Don't start with that hockey talk. I actually had a guy on the MySpace thing earlier today send me a question about the uh, Panthers and the Luongo train and all this and I gave him an answer. I answered him. See, one thing about me. And by the way, welcome back, Mike from FSU. There's a good kid. Boy, the the work that I did for him, man. I this is the kind of guy that I am. I don't want to pat myself on the back and you know do a lot of self-aggrandizement, but I'll do it anyway. Because Mike is going to go to study in, in London for like six weeks. For six weeks. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. Do you care about this or not? No. In May. And, and of course, I told him, well, well, you're going to be in London. You've got to go to Amsterdam. That's one of his lifelong ambitions. If you were a 20-year-old college student, would you want to take a buddy and go to Amsterdam? You bet. Yeah. And so I did a lot of research for him, finding cheap hotels and ways to get there. And I worked my brains out. I, you know, he knows I didn't. But, yeah, you know, I, I did a little bit of homework for him and sent him some good advice. And he's back on there today. Hey, Mike, you're okay, kiddo. He's from Cooper City, by the way. You know Mike from FSU. You you better. What's wrong with you? You're starting to get familiar with all of our uh, Pisons out there. All five or six of them. Yeah, sure. I'll (laughs) pretend to know who you're talking about. (laughs) Right.
10: I'm saying that to be kind because you will never, ever, ever have a
5: career in singing. He happens to be the biggest idol jump. His hair is worse than Donald Trump's Sanjaya. What a jump! Sanjay. He's just a misunderstood little boy. He's still on the show, is it, love? But that's so wrong because he sucks, Sanjay. You suck! He's terrible. He's a
1: highly intelligent sociopath who has no fear of dying.
5: I know. Maybe he's just acting stupid to infiltrate a gang of international idiots. Well, he blows chunks and I gotta admit that if he wins, then Simon will quit. Sanjay. He's just an idiot. Sanjay. I hate you. He's irritating and a media whore. His voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard, for Sanjaya. I hate that guy. Hideous.
12: It was just weird.
5: So he can't dance and he can't sing. Look at his head. What is that
2: thing? Sanjaya.
9: hate that guy. I'm beginning to hate that guy. Sanjaya. that guy
2: everybody hates? Yeah, that's me. 133 2702. We got Mad Dog coming up at 2. The Power Hour with Hank and Mad Dog together at 4 to 5. Now, have you missed any calls today? Do you think that uh, you know we needed any uh, help? I don't think so. I think they should be able Oh, you could go through, them real quick. I'm going to grade myself hey. on the show today. I'll give us an A. Plus. Us, including even Josh Cordes, who came in that's for humiliation right. and degradation. Time. Oh, and I forgot to congratulate him on dropping his cell phone on the toilet. Maybe I should deduct the cost of the cell phone from that twelve hundred bucks. Maybe think I you got it add for add free anyway, so that's all right. You think I should add on the cost of a new one? No, I think it's a company phone anyway. Oh well, in that case, congratulations, Josh. He's all right. He's a good kid. I don't have any like emotional feelings, even though he loves me like crazy. Remember that one I told mm-hmm. you? He tried to stick his tongue down my. Pants and my no. throat. <laughs> 326 votes on the poll. Now, what does that give us here? 326 and what? Oh, see, I don't have the right... Uh... Oh, boy, that's not good. Oh, here we go. 1356 and 326. And the people are saying, what is he adding? In? 1682. Oh, we got 1700 licked, man. Chris is really... He's going to be flexing his muscles now. He's going to be running around there. We got over 1700 because I was uh, running the show today. Is that what you're exactly, be saying? Yeah. I'm gonna go to Josh and try and get a raise for this one. Yeah, Josh. I mean, uh, Josh Darrow. Yeah, Darrow. One of the one of the evil triad, the J people, not the Jew people, the J people. What do you people think anyway? We got Josh Darrow and Jolly Joe Bell, and then we got Joyce. Ooh, God, I can smell. Speaking of the smell in a turlet, oh, I can smell her all the way up here. You know it's coming from uh, down there, from Naples, from Napoli. Naples is not one of those places I really want to go in Italy. You know, I still want to. I guess someday maybe Venice. Although that stinks too with those canals. But um, I hear Sorrento is really beautiful. I've never been. There. I'd like to come back to Sorrento. Of course, you can't come back if you never were there in the first place. But uh, and I also want to go to Sicilia, Maybe I want to go to Palermo and Corleone. Isn't that something? Why the hell would anybody want to go to Corleone unless they were like Godfather intensive, right? Who right. Who ever heard of Corleone? Before I don't know. Maybe the they, they
3: got nice trattorias there or
2: something. I would think so. Uh, you show me a place in Italy that doesn't have a good fratteria, and I'll show you a place that ain't on the map. So anyway, somebody sent this in, and of course, I love when they block out their um, their name. on the. Oh, and look where it's from. It's from University Dodge. Can you explain this to me? No. Nope. If you look at the top of this fax, it's got the name of them M.D. You see that? I'm not going to read the name on here. Uh-huh. And then, if you look at the bottom of the facts, it's facts from University Dodge. So I guess, I guess the original facts came from this doctor, and then they sent it to their buddy, their at University Dodge, which, other than selling cars, they spent all day over there, like, faxing us, which is fine. They sent us some good stuff once in a while, and m- maybe a poll every now and then. Right. right. Anyway, here it is. It says, speaking of peeing, somebody wrote on here, two women friends had gone for a girl's night out. Both were very faithful and loving wives. However, they had gotten over-enthusiastic on the Bacardi Breezers. Incredibly drunk and walking home, they needed to pee, so they stopped in the cemetery. One of them had nothing to wipe with, so she thought she would take off her panties and use them. Her friend, however, was wearing a rather expensive pair of panties and didn't want to ruin them. She was lucky enough to squat down next to a grave that had a wreath with a ribbon on it, so she proceeded to wipe with that. After the girls did their business, they proceeded to go home. The next day, one of the women's husbands was concerned that his normally sweet and innocent wife was still in bed hungover. So he phoned the other husband and said, These girls' nights out have got to stop. I'm starting to suspect the worst. My wife came home with no panties. That's nothing, said the other husband. Mine came back with a card stuck to her ass that said, From all of us at the fire station, we'll never forget you. (laughs) That's kind of cute, no matter who it was really from. Whoa, doctor. Now, let's see, what do we need there? I keep, I keep losing the right page. If I would write it down in front of me here instead of uh, being some kind of a jackass, I can't help being a jackass. Thirteen ninety four 94 uh, 17, what is it? Sixteen ninety four. We need six more votes for seventeen hundred, And And that's uh, got 23 minutes to go. With no phone calls, by the way. I have that thing turned off. And I guarantee I'm not taking that. What are you going to do tomorrow? You've got to do the show tomorrow, so you're going to be taking calls tomorrow. Right.
3: Well, why is that? Because uh, I don't read too good.
2: How many? How much have I read today? I haven't read a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, you got me to talk to. I got Chris. Now was that a shot? I yeah, thought I think you it was. guys were bonding here a little while back. I thought you were ganging up on me. I, I had a line happened. there,
3: but uh, we'll just let it go.
2: Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll mix See, it up. You not say it to my face. He'd rather say it behind my back. Of course. That's right. Just wait. until <laughs> the mics are on. <laughs> it's the George Rodriguez effing way. That's all right. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. Got a nice big paycheck. In fact, what's the day today? Today is the 19th. I think uh, early next week there will be another big fat paycheck. This one, a really big fat one. And the IRS tax refund came back. I don't mind talking about money, you know? I mean, money isn't everything, but, boy, it's sure better having it than not. You know what I mean? It's not everything. But, what boy, if, if I had to choose between having money and not... I'll take the money. Yeah, I'll bet. Now, what I'm going to do right at 2 o'clock, tell you what I'm going to do, like Jimmy Durante used to say, and it is Jimmy Durante. Tell you what I'm going to do. He'd roll up his sleeves. Yeah, right. That big schnoz and that silly hat covering up his bald spot. Not. And uh, I'm going to sit down at 2 o'clock. I'm going to sit right down and write myself a letter. Remember that by a Billy Williams trio or whoever did it? Billy Williams, mm-hmm. the quartet. Whoever did that. You got that? I'm going to sit right down and write myself. You've heard that, haven't you? A letter. Yes. That, 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 that. That's a good song. Is that the name no, of it? I mean, it's right a corny that? old song. Is that the, it's the name a good of it? Right for... Down? I'm going to sit right down and blow your brains out if you don't cut the crap by the Billy Williams trio or quartet or quintet or somebody. Not the Billy Williams that used to play for the Cubs. Oh, that's a sports thing. I'm sorry. You got it? I bet you don't have it. I don't have it. I'm going to sit right down. Anyway, I'm going to uh, make that check out for Josh. I'm going to run over to the mailbox. I'm going to pop it in the mail. How's that? In the letter too. Going to plop it right in there. A lot of plopping going on today in that pool, Three hundred and forty-five votes. I would use a public bathroom only for emergencies. One hundred and seventy-eight. Anytime. One hundred and three. The same people. One hundred and three. I don't know what you're so uptight about. Okay. What are you going to catch in there? Okay. Like gonorrhea or some grotesque. I mean, what? What's the big deal? All these people. Who are I'm going to catch them. Yuck. Yeah, well that's possible. Uh, gross. But yeah, if it's if it's really gross and unappetizing, of course nobody. Unless it was like a major emergency, like at Vinny's that time when I s- uh, slid off the toilet seat because it was like uh, hanging loose and the seat too. I will use a public bathroom only if it's clean forty-five, only if it's empty nine. I never go in public bathroom six, and I can only use my own bathroom four. So I bring along like a porta potty along with you.
9: Suck it
1: in and hold it.
6: Cuckoo, baby, let's turn this mother out. Puff the Magic Rapper is on my TV.
9: No one heard of him before, or his name is Puff Daddy. I said, That's Puff the Magic Rapper won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said, Puff the Magic Rapper is all over MTV. Only because someone shot Notorious B.I.G., that
12: fat guy. Maybe someone should tell him making it this way is wrong. Picking at your dead best friends, the
9: King Flush Oh, Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the ball track.
2: 145, I've got a very amusing thing to tell you in a second here. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's amusing or sad. I'll well, let you know. You're not fooling anybody, wacky one out there. You're not fooling nobody mm-hmm. with your Ethan picture and your Christopher name. And all this other. Very, very just amazing. I think what he's trying to tell the world is I have no lie. Right. Billy Goat has the facts here. He says I have a few things to get off my chest. Well, good. First, I wish you'd take some calls. No, not today. I can't help but think that your cranks are a bunch of Chosung Huis waiting to explode and you're th- their therapy. Well, guess what? They're not taking over the show, okay? I'm not turning my show over to, to half a dozen morons, including Jolly Joe Bell. Well, maybe if Neil would scream, you know nothing about this show or what we do on this show. You know nothing about the Neil Rogers show, Jolly Joe. Take your fat ass and get out of my face. Then... Billy Goat says. Second, cats are very unique pets that even the ancient Egyptians praised. And anyone who owned one might actually have a higher intellect than just some dog owner. Oh, yeah. If you own a cat, you've got a higher intellect. Right. Except for cat ladies, it says. And third, if you're going to hate Miami, I can hate your polls," says Billy. Yeah, well, we hate you, Billy Goat. So guess what? I just went onto our, um, you know, our, our MySpace show page. And I see a uh, thing there. And it's, it says, Chris, Christopher. Remember Christopher from not that long ago, your close personal friend? Right, right. Who was sending Gwen, who had a different name yeah. first, and uh, who hacked our uh, page in the whole deal. Christopher was also, uh-huh. and uh, a bunch of other uh, misfits. At any rate, it's the only problem with uh, that is, well, I'm back. Somebody hacked my page, ba-ba-ba, and you thought I was a spammer. Well, guess what? It's not Christopher's picture, though. It's Ethan. Huh. Remember Ethan. Yeah. Who turned out to be the wacky one. You know, I don't want to say uh-huh. wacky Jackie. Who turned out to be somebody whose problem is... I have no life. You know. So I immediately uh, blocked it and deleted it and got rid of it. Yeah. No chance, Jack. Just go find some other hobby, okay? Why? Ethan, my ass. You know, obsession is a dangerous thing. Isn't that pathetic? I mean, how stupid? How stupid could anybody think I'm like... I would no. forget that medium, stupid. the picture, you know, the semi-nude picture of Ethan from Nova, who is also Chris, who is also a wacky Jackie, who is also somebody out there We just... Go away. 365 and wo- sixty-five uh, four votes on the toilet poll. This story about the woman accusing Mother uh, with Axe after an argument. I got that in my poll, but I don't have time for it. But thanks whoever said it, and I already got it. It's, just, it's not, uh, it was in the paper, you know. Yeah, local news. John Nichols writes in The Nation, impeach Cheney first, question mark? I would say, all right, good start. In Vietnam. I want yeah, that's where you belong. It's no secret that Ohio Congressman Dennis Kucinich has been toying with the idea of moving articles of impeachment against a member of the Bush administration, and he appears to be focusing more and more of his attention on the man that many activists around the country see as the ripest target for sanctioning, Vice President Dick Cheney. Despite House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's efforts to convince Democrats to keep presidential accountability off the table, who said she's just one of many House Democrats who have acknowledged in recent days that they're hearing the call for action loud and clear from their constituents and from grassroots activists across the country. I get one call after another saying, saying impeach the president, says Congressman John Murtha, Democrat of Pennsylvania. Congresswoman Diane Watson, Democrat of California, says constituents in Los Angeles are saying impeachment. I'm hearing that more and more and more. And more. Kucinich, for his part to send more signals than anybody else in the caucus about his interest in raising accountability issues. A congressman who's broken with Pelosi on issues relating to the funding of the war in Iraq has been blunt about his frustration with the caution of Congress when it comes to addressing executive excess. This House cannot avoid its constitutionally authorized responsibility to restrain the abuse of executive power, he told the House last month, adding that impeachment may well be the only remedy which remains to stop a war of aggression against Iran. Around the same time, in a letter to supporters of his anti-war bid for the 2008 Democratic presidential nomination, Kucinich asked if it was time to put impeachment on the table. The response was an overwhelming yes. yes. Earlier this week, according to media reports, Kucinich emailed House colleagues with a note that began, I intend to introduce articles of impeachment with respect to the conduct of Vice President Cheney. Kucinich put the plan on hold after the Virginia Tech shooting massacre, but the general expectation is that he'll raise the issue anew after a decent interval. Cheney's office sees no grounds for impeachment. The vice president's had nearly 40 years of government service and done so in an honorable fashion, says Megan McGinn, Cheney's deputy press secretary. McGinn got that line out with a straight face, John Nichols says. Americans who are not on the vice president's payroll are inclined to recognize Cheney's manipulation of intelligence prior to the Iraq war, his active role in going after administration critic Joe Wilson and his wife Valerie Plame, and his ongoing links to the Halliburton War Profiteering Cartel as arguments against giving the vice president any prizes for honorable government service. Impeachment activists have in recent months pushed an impeached Cheney first message, in part to counter the complaint that impeaching Bush would put an even darker figure in charge. Of course, going after the most powerful vice president in history has consequences as well. In the unlikely event that Cheney were removed from office, one line of reasoning goes Bush would, for the first time, find himself in charge. Then they would fear us. Then we'd be in, you think we're in trouble now. Mm-hmm. You ain't seen nothing yet. By the blue Mago- blues magoos, wasn't that it? You ain't seen nothing yet? I think so. Let's hear some on Columbia Records, I do believe. Oh, George might just have it in his pile, in his heap, Uriah Heap. You ain't seen nothing yet, Blues Magoo's. Where is it? Looking, you got it? Looking for it. Oh no! Don't no, got it. Are you sure? You're positive? Are you sure? You scoured the library? Well, I'm uh, trying to get alphabetical.
3: Well, here uh, it is. There you go. That's, we ain't got nothing yet. Oh. Sorry. That's why it's confused. First search returns nothing.
2: So Christopher has walked into Ethan. <laughs> oh. And guess how many friends he's got? Three? No. 100? One? Guess okay. what his friend's name is? I give up. begins with a T. Terry. T-O-M-O-T. Tom. Oh, Tom. Tom. <laughs> a T. Oh, my God. Talk about desperate. Talk about I have absolutely no life whatsoever. But that's what makes it fun. Fun for the people on it. See, I've adopted a whole new altitude about it now. Because there are the, you know, real people on there, of which there are, you know, about a half a dozen that I confabulate with pretty damn regular. And then there are uh, the other people. And some of them are okay, and some of them are like, like like you were talking before earlier in the show. Crazy. Crazy, crazy people are dangerous. Make no mistake about it. 370 votes were were over, did I mention we went over 1,700? Just to put a little feather in Chris's uh, earlobe there.
9: You got the pubs, pubs, the. The Pubs, Pubs, Doug, God gave him the grass. The Pubs, Pubs, Doug, oh! he likes a smoking mask. Shut up chunk. Pops in world, you don't know. People and church are drunk. The Pops, starts Dope. They give him the grass. The Pops, starts Dope. He likes to smoke a man. The Pops, Pops, Dope. He's a groovy head there. The Pops, starts Dope.
8: Stop! Stop! Stops Get from the grass.
9: The Bugs Stops Dope. He likes a slick The Stops go
2: That fades for like 17 seconds. Probably ought to delete that. Bye, bye, uh. bye.